Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed yes welcome to the program episode 2714 of the award-winning podcast never not funny we got an award about 10 12 years ago that i'm still hanging on to i'm still hanging out of that trophy uh, although i don't know where the trophy is but the, the, just the, the accolades that come along with it the ability to write that in a in a, in a an email to uh, PR people, and uh, I, I think they all think I'm being sarcastic when I say it, and that, you know, my award-winning chili, you know, that sort of thing. I think they think that I'm being silly because the only person that's ever will it really wanted a, a a legit podcast award, of course, is Conan O'Brien, and uh, <laughs> he showed up and uh, uh, received it along with his partner Sona uh, in what I will say was the most embarrassing moment of his career. <laughs> um, Jimmy, we, I have a question for you. Yes, questions are uh, the floor is open. Uh, when you go to a restaurant, yes, and it has the uh, you know the the newspaper article from 1974 where it was voted the best uh, pizza in yeah. all of Los Angeles, and that's yeah. it. Like it's never got another one since then. How, how do you feel about that? I don't. I feel a little sad for them, quite frankly. I feel a little sad. Like uh, maybe it's time to take that down. But at least at the same time, at one point they were considered the best pizza in Los Angeles. I and Elliot, make no mistake. I think that every time I go into a restaurant where it'll say. You know, best apple pie in the, uh, west of the Mississippi, you know, 1967. Like, right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Might be time. To, first of all, you know, that, that paper is yellowing. Let's take that thing down. Yeah. Do a scan. Do a what's, scan. What's the cutoff, though? You know, I've seen like 2007. It's like, man, that's borderline. But I don't know. It's in this century. A decade. You think a it decade? better be a decade. That's when we got that award. <laughs> that, better be, that better still be allowed. Oh, it's it's been more than a decade since we got that award, I think. Well, it's 2007. I think that's the uh, right. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, because it was early on. I, that, by the way, that was a legitimate award. It was the uh, Aspen Rooftop Comedy Festival Best Podcast, Best Comedy yes. Podcast Award. Maybe the I know it was the first. We won the first one they ever gave out. We also may have won the last one they ever gave out because I. Uh, you know, I believe Mark Marin did. I believe oh, okay. Marin came in and uh, yeah. 
and and took that uh, took the last year honors. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I think I've told you guys this one before. There's a uh, coffee slash hipster joint not far from my house that their big sign is best coffee in L.A. Mm-hmm. And as you get closer, it's Dash Joe Yelp. <laughs> like, um, like that's just some guy's Yelp review said it was the best coffee in L.A. And they, and they used it as their big banner. But they, they're being honest. They're <laughs> saying it's from Joe or whoever the guy's Michael, you yeah. know. What if they also created an account just to write that review? So, like, they actually nope. went through the steps. Or we are going to forge a review and then use that to make a banner. But we have to actually go this. through the steps. I don't drink coffee, but it was the best I've ever had. I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm not a coffee guy. Did you call I it a bar? I tell you the last time I drank a cup of coffee. Yeah, me neither. 20 years ago? Coffee? I, I got to go further. I, I did, like, one summer when I was, like, 18 go through a phase where I'm like, I'm going to be a coffee drinking guy. And uh, that was it. That's when I went through it. Uh, Daver, who does our theme song, of course, uh, he and I would have what we called bike night, where when we both got off of the uh, our our respective record stores, we would get on. We would meet up and we would do a late night bike ride uh, for a few hours. And then we would end at a place called Wags, which was basically a Denny's or that sort of thing. And we would drink coffee until like three in the morning. And we did that once a week. And so uh, for for that period of my time, I was a coffee guy. Hmm. And uh, not that it it was one of those things like, hey, you want to get coffee? Yeah. Even though we just rode our bikes and talked for two and a half hours, let's now sit and drink coffee for another two and a half hours. It was (laughs) there's nothing I like more after a a long bike ride than a hot cup of coffee, cup of coffee. It was cold outside by the time we were done at at, at one midnight, one in the morning. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Also, it doesn't sound like it's not like you were riding for uh, exercise or fitness. You were you were cruising around talking to each other on your bikes. We, that's exactly right. It was, and it was a bike night. And we had, uh, by the way, matchi- matching Schwinn's. We, oh, had, uh, wow. we uh, both went to the Schwinn dealership and he bought his and I bought mine. And then we showed up and they had the, we had the same one. His was, he's like six foot four, Dave. Mm-hmm. And so his was a big version of the Schwinn that we had. Mine was a smaller. And, uh, but there's no doubt that we were called a couple of FAGs <laughs> as we would uh, oh, no. be locking them up outside of the wags at uh, <laughs> one in the morning. I was wondering nope. if you guys had matching corgis, too. Well, I don't know what a corgi is. Is that a dog? It's a dog. Yeah. I meant to Karen, say Yorkie. There's no dog on the bike ride. Why would we have matching dogs? <laughs> Didn't mean to be on the bike. What, I got to get a basket? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Not get a basket. No, no, Gary, we're not really gay. <laughs> Garen, we're not. <laughs> Take the Garen. glasses off, Garen. Take the glasses off. See if you can, Garen, see if you can turn we're not. I know that you <laughs> have your gaydar on. Oh, there he is. There's the guy from Clerks. Um, hey, by the way, before we get any further, I would like to thank everybody that came to the Flappers virtual show Friday night. Had a great time. A uh, nice group of people showed up. And Elliot Hoberg came and went about 400 times. Uh, showed up, left, showed up, left. Uh, I can see when somebody uh, enters the room, Elliot, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you going in and out was uh, infuriating to me. Just infuriating. <laughs> Why don't you just leave it on? Why'd you have to leave? Yeah, what are you uh, doing? It was a technical <clears throat> issue. Well, all right. I accept that then. My apologies for uh, getting angry with you unnecessarily. Uh, I, I'm shocked to hear that you didn't address it in the room, Jimmy. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's I walk on those flappers virtual shows, which, by the way, I'm very grateful that anybody showed up and they were all people were great. And, you know, uh a couple of people asked for some stories I haven't told in a while. And, and I, I find them to be great fun. And as long as people keep coming to them, I, I'll keep doing them because I get uh, a lot of emails uh, afterwards uh, saying, hey, thanks a lot. You know, we can't go anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, there's nothing. You were sick of binging movies and stuff like that. So this, you know, your hour and a half of that is, once a month is great. So mm-hmm. thank you. And um, and so, I, again, I will keep doing them until, you know, I'm down to, you know, here's the truth. Once we once we get below 100, I'm out. I just can't. I can't look myself in the mirror if it's if I see 98 people and that's it. Uh, by the way, this week we had 108. So we're getting close. We're getting <laughs> it's getting tight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, to, to be fair, and I don't want to throw um, flappers under the bus, but there was there was some uh, configuration error with their system they were they were capped at 100 when i first tried to get in yes they were in fact our friend david wild uh had the same issue he and his uh wife and son i think his son maybe or maybe just he and his wife uh wanted to watch it and i got a an email mid-show or not mid-show several minutes in just saying hey we can't get in uh but i didn't get that email until after i was done because uh i'm not looking at my email david i'm doing a fucking show you know what i mean <laughs> well, I- I, I messaged flappers to let them know I couldn't get in. And Oh, you know what? That probably saved everything, uh, yeah. Elliot. So I appreciate uh, you doing that. So you know what? I'm glad that you came and went. Uh, <laughs> came and went. But uh, what was my point, Matt? Oh, so it's a fine line, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many people in there are all in on Never Not Funny. And or am I, de- am I doing the thing where I'm doing too, too much inside baseball? Yeah. Mm. Um, I thought you were going to say it's also like, at what point does it just become Never Not Funny if you're yelling at Elliot? <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> I don't exactly. I don't want it to be that either because I'm not. Uh, I'm not giving. You know the 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 amount that I the percentage I'm getting from flappers uh, isn't worth splitting. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, did you did you see what my? Uh, well, we can talk about it later. But did you see what my screen name was? No. Okay. I just saw Elliot Hopeberg enter the room, so I thought I saw. I thought, oh, you mean well, you the, had something behind well, the you? The first time, the first time it was it was obvious, but the second time I tried to change it. So what did you change it to? Knows. Uh, Blackberry Man. Blackberry Man. My image because is Blackberry. right as we were starting, you sent out a t- text to us that your Blackberry is back. And yeah, I said, was... leave me alone. I'm about to start. I'm doing a show. <laughs> I did. I did like the, the joke of that text. Although I, I, I feel the need to tell you, I do not care about your Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should because I am already about 15% more relaxed. Oh, good. Well, that, then <laughs> oh. I'm all for it. But yeah, you wrote Blackberry's back. All right. Which is that's a funny joke. What, what, why? <laughs> <laughs> because of the Backstreet Boys song. Thank Black you. I, all right. Good. Uh, I just oh, wanted to know why. As long as I understand it, I, I'm all in. Um, but uh, but uh, just to uh, put a, a, a period on that uh, again, thank you to everybody that came. Um, I, again, I know we're in the middle of pandemic and uh, some people don't have that uh, extra cash but it's helping flappers stay afloat even though they're doing live uh, parking lot shows at the moment as well like i was competing against flappers live parking lot shows yeah. uh, i think they're doing less and less of the virtual so i'm not sure as i said friday i'm not sure that maybe flappers are going to stop doing them and so maybe my december flappers might be the last one because they're going to start putting all their focus into the parking lot but maybe not i don't know they, they, they're used to having more than one show going at the same time so they they might if they if they're getting the revenue Right. That's a good, it, right. That's a good it point. It covers their costs or at least allows them to keep their people working. They, yeah, may, that's, uh, uh, they may still do it. Well, they really just need one person for uh, for my thing, right? They just need the guy that is running the, the Zoom. Well, yeah, but they've got to pay him. So there's got to be enough people in the audience to do that. Oh, yeah. He's, we're fucked then. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I just told you we had 108. But the whole world can come to the Zoom thing, whereas uh, the, the parking lot thing is obviously yeah. very limited geographically. I'm and that ticket's $20, right, Jimmy? It's 20 bucks. So... They're doing fine on that. Yeah, they're doing okay. And um, the uh, the parking lot ones, I think, are fifty and a hundred or something like that. Are the prices? Something and, like that, yeah. uh, I know that we've talked about this, and, and some people think that's a fair price, and some think that maybe the price point's a little high. I, I I find it a little high. I find I find 
$100 to be a little high. And I don't care if I got 900 people in my car. I'm not going to. Me. (laughs) Right. I guess the premise is if you have four people, that's like what it would cost to go to the the comedy club. Yeah, but you're not doing that. You're not going there. You know what I mean? Like it's... I don't know. There's something to it where I kind of, I always kind of felt that the same way about drive-ins, like back in the old days when drive-ins were competing with actual movie theaters. Yeah. I kind of felt the drive-in should be less. Yeah. Because like you're not using their seats. You're not using. That's true. You know, yeah. you're, you're kind of just. It's not as you're, good an experience. Say it again. It's not as, as good. It's not as good an experience. You're not, you're right. You're listening on inferior speakers. You're uh, yeah, you're, you're, it's, I, I think it's uncomfortable to sit in a car for two hours. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I do too. When you, when you went and saw that you, you, early on, you saw a cover band in a, in your car, right? Yes, sir. How much did you pay for that ticket? Three hundred dollars. No, I, 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 you know what? It was not a lot. I think it was like sixty nine. How up top, my brothers? Um, you know what? That, uh, that's Elliot, not that far off. Let's see if I can uh, find an exact uh, price on that for you, because now I am interested. <laughs> I'm only looking this up because I think it is interesting to see what i'm bitching about uh i'll, I'll say this I mean, uh, about your jimmy i don't know if you're in the same boat as me but i have a hard time gauging whether that's a good price or not because i'm not the audience for that like i don't go to see comedy anymore as a as an audience member so i don't know like i know people are going and so for those people clearly it's worth it and uh they're happy to do it maybe part of it is they're thinking they're supporting flappers but part of it is like I miss live comedy and uh, I'm going to yeah. pay to see it. Or, I don't, or you I don't. know, just the idea of going out to do a thing. I yes. know that when, when we've talked about the different things that folks have done, it's just, you know, if you're feeling a little stir crazy, especially if let's say you, let, let's say for the sake of argument, you have three teenagers in your house and you're a married couple. You probably would like to go do something. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, uh, to that point, uh, Elliot, there's the, uh, we got an email Matt, maybe you've gotten these emails too, or you, maybe at least has seen them on, uh, Facebook, uh, there's uh, at the Rose Bowl. There's this, that Jurassic Adventure or Jurassic, uh, where you you drive. It's a drive-through experience mm-hmm. where you see like quote unquote life-size dinosaurs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, here's something for us to do. And then you re- when you read the reviews, my eight-year-old loved it. Uh-huh. What a great time for everybody. Our three, five, and nine-year-old loved it. And it's like I can't bring my. 13 year old who watches always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> do you like the big dinosaurs is that fun for you son yeah but uh, maybe charlie would like it I, that, that's not an insult to, but i i think if i here's the, the truth if oliver was still nine i i would have already bought the ticket i i do i wonder if it's the same company that did the thing a few years ago at the la zoo they had a it was a walkthrough instead of a drive-through. Right. But I wonder if it is. It had animatronic dinosaurs. It was kind of cool. I mean, this was, I will tell you, this is a, um, uh, like it's touring the country, I think. And uh-huh. pre pandemic times, like you could actually get on the dinosaur and, and, Holy crap. and look like you're riding it or <laughs> right. maybe they have a feeding experience, that sort of thing. Yeah. And whereas now you just wave to it from your car. Mm-hmm. Be happy you're doing it. Uh, here's what, uh, by the way, Yachtley crew is coming back, Elliot. And the tickets are from 39 to 149, depending where you want to sit. So I'm going to tell you where I sat. I did the 119. Okay. Uh, so, so that ends up being like 140 bucks with uh, uh, what, 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 fees and stuff. So like I rationalized it was it, it, to me like, you know what, that's 40 by whatever it ended up being. Like, oh, that's 40 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. We're going out. We're having a good time. Now, right. Dawes was more expensive than that, but that was different because... I want to see Dawes. Yeah. So, so I, I could imagine somebody being more excited to see comedy than to see a, to see even a, a what I would call a novelty cover band. 
Sure. How dare you? Well, <clears throat> I just looked up Third Eye Blind. They did a drive-in concert. I mean, they're not exactly huge anymore, but they were charging 109 to 279 for tickets. That's a lot so. of... Uh, and our, our buddy Adam Carolla, which of course... Uh, be careful out there, guys. Wear your mask. You don't want to get the Corolla virus. Um, or, you know what? Wear, wear your earbuds. You don't want to get the. No, that's not good. Either your way. ear masks. Uh, wear your ear masks. Um, he's charging, I think, for the Flappers live show. He's at one twenty-five a car, and um, that doesn't seem that crazy to me. Even yeah. though I just bitched about the prices of all this, <clears throat> he's somewhat famous, right? His yeah, fan base popular enough that it might be some competition yeah. to get those spots. I mean, if you think about like if he was uh, at you know the will turn those would be 50 50 dollar tickets right so right? like if the average car has 2.5 people. 2. 5 people then you're yeah. all then you're there you go it's um well that's probably right though because some cars are gonna have two people and some cars are gonna have four people and some are gonna have three people some are gonna have five people some are gonna have two <laughs> people. some are gonna just have one person some might if get an suv you might have six people yeah eight person eight person suv they have those now too but can the people uh, in the back see that's what i need to know uh, you know, Oliver always has a, uh, we have to be angled at the right for those drive-ins. We yeah. have to be angled the exact right way for him to have a good seat. Yeah. Which by the way, you guys would be very excited that this will not be surprising to anybody. The last time we went to see, um, what we, when we went to see back to the future a couple weeks ago, yeah. I, uh, uh, I managed to, did I ever tell you this, that I snapped the two guys parking our car and, uh, uh, guiding us into our parking spot and, uh, apologized to both guys. You did not tell us that. No, it was it was literally. Uh, oh, there's oh oh that guy's back. Well, okay, get ready for him to yell at us and then apologize five minutes later. Here he comes. <laughs> um, the the Bolt, the Chevy Bolt, is considered a higher car because it's narrow and it it it, it is higher than like a Civic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's as high as an SUV. So when we first got there, and we got there early so we can get a good spot, they put us in the back row with the SUVs. And it was, I was like, I'm here early and it's kind of a bad angle. He's like, yeah, but you have a high car, sir. We can't have people, you know, nobody will be able to see past your car. And I said, right, but now my wife and son can't see because the angle you have us at, that car is blocking our view, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, what do you want you to do? And I go, I want you to move me closer to the screen. And I, uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't, sir, because of this. He goes, so I, I, I don't know what you're asking me. I'm asking you to move my, and I just, and Danielle is her shrieking in her seat. And <laughs> Oliver, of no. course, is, as a child, who's whenever embarrassed when a parent is, you know, hang on, guys, I have a military going over my home. This may be them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, Called you guys the hear that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, so then he... He gets on his walkie-talkie, and he probably goes, this guy's being a prick. Let's... Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, he goes, all right, go over there. We're gonna. He's going to give you a different spot. So... He brings me over and he puts me in a spot, which is fantastic. It's a great spot. And we're like, oh, this is great. This is perfect. And he goes, hang on. I'm going to move you because uh, uh, I got to move that guy. And then I'm going to move you guys. And I and I said, I go, we're great here, man. This is a great spot. And he's like, and then he said, no, I'm going to. I go, we're great here. And he goes, <laughs> let me finish. I'm about to give you a better spot. I'm trying to help you out, man. And. I then we, he guides us into a spot and he's right. It's fucking perfect. It's, and Oliver even goes, this is the best spot we've ever had at a drive-in. And uh, I then turn to Danielle. I go, do I need to apologize? She goes, to both of them. Like, <laughs> so, the first guy I go and apologize to him. And I said, hey, I just want to apologize for losing my temper. And he's like, what? I said, I just want to apologize. And he goes, I, 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 
okay, I, I've never apologized for anything in my life. I can't believe that you're doing that. Thank you so much. And Aww. I was like, okay. And then I went to the other guy and he's like, and I said, hey, I just want to apologize for I lost my temper at. And he goes, oh, no, that's okay. And I go, it's not okay. I said, I, I, I lost my temper and, and that's not cool to do to a guy who's just trying to do his job. And he goes, he's like, wow, thank, thank you so much. And then I felt better about my back to the future experience. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that, like, I think sometimes I know it, for me, when I lose my temper inside me, it feels like a volcano is erupting. But then like a, a third party would just be like, that guy sle- seemed slightly irritated. And that was that was all that happened. Like nothing crazy. Like it was, there was nothing to, to apologize about. It was just like, oh, that guy was a bit uh perturbed so like i i thought you were gonna say the guy was like i literally don't know what you're talking about because Uh, no they both accepted it very well they both they both they both felt it it was deserved okay i got it uh and they're to to your point there are times where i'll turn to danielle and go around to apologize she goes no you just you know because i'm with you like sometimes in my head like did i just did i just throw shoes at macy's well yeah because when you feel the like the blood rushing to your head that is a different experience than whatever is coming out verbally Uh, but Danielle immediately said yes. And then they both, both, they both felt it was warranted as well. Yeah. And then, got it. uh, we went and got some delicious Chipotle, brought it back and ate it in the car while we, uh, Wait, you, they had Chipotle it. at the drive-in? No, sir. It's, uh, in Glendale, uh, you just walk down a block and there's a bunch of restaurants. Huh. Right. Cool. Uh, the restaurant, remember I was talking about the last time we went there, there was a place that I couldn't remember the name of, I think it was called Hondo's at the time. And now it was like, yeah, I said it, it was one of the best hamburgers I've ever had in my life. Uh, we, as a family, Danielle couldn't wait to get there to get the vegetarian. Oliver and I go like, Hey, we gotta, we're going to get those hamburgers again. Uh, closed going to be a Starbucks. No, oh. no. And not even like, like it was like, I think they're closed. And Oliver's like, are we sure? Let's go make sure. Maybe the lights are just uh, down or something. I go, no, no, no. I, when we drove past, I saw like, it's fenced up. It's That's closed. Sucks. <sighs> it was a bummer. I was looking forward to that more than the movie, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, if I could be frank with you guys, that you can, <laughs> and you did. Looking more forward to the. Uh, uh, by the way, this is a co- I did I did this last night. This is a COVID haircut. Yeah. I did notice. I saw I saw you in person the other day. You were dropping something off, and your hair looked maybe the longest I've ever seen it. It was, and, and Matt, look, here's the thing. I kind of liked how bushy it was getting. It, it looked good. I thought it would look good. I, here's the problem. It curls, as I said, it curls in and itches the hell out of my scalp, and it drives me. So I did this last night at like 10:30 at night, and Danielle's like, "Why are you doing it now?" I go, "I can't fucking take it. I can't. <laughs> it's literally driving me insane. Yeah. How the hair is." Uh, so I, here's what I realized though about the COVID haircuts that I've been giving myself. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got two lengths that I can cut this and this, those are the two that I could do. Like I can only do yeah. this length when it, and then that's it. But that's I, what the haircut you've always had for as long as I've known you. So what's the problem? They keep it a little, they can do it a little longer. I wish I could do it a little longer. Like I don't have a a four or a five on my thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i only have a three so i i could just go around with the three and uh they know how to do the top with scissors and stuff which i don't so i this is all i can do and then yeah. hope it grows out i was gonna ask if you could get through the itchy phase is it like a beard where then it would stop itching if it was long enough i don't know i haven't i haven't been able to just You've like never. growing a beard i haven't been able to do that in 30 years right right uh, but I, I, you know, I, if you look at pictures of me in high school and stuff, my, my hair was bananas. Yeah. Like even, you know, well, like it, Oliver's. Was either, it was like Oliver's, uh, where it, it either was like, you know, Chris Makepeace 1970 through 84. And then it, then it was, 
you know, uh, uh, Brian Setzer like, mm-hmm. and then it was hockey hair. You know, it was, yeah. we, we all had a mullet of some sort <laughs> yeah. and I was no exception with some curly on top and a mullet. So like I had hair, but, uh, uh I, I want to throw in on this because <clears throat> around that, around that age in, in junior high school, high school, my hair, you know, kind of went out in a big puff ball. Uh, I've cur- curly hair obviously. And, um, if you look at all of my yearbook photos and any other photo where there's a camera in front of me, I look like I have a mullet because the shadow from my hair would be on the wall behind me and it would make a nice little shape and it'd be the same color. So I, uh, I, looking back in time, I'm a mullet man as well. But you guys, it, you guys are all too young to have been part of the mullet phase, right? Or were you at the tail end of it? No, there were people that had those in, when I was a kid, yeah. Um, you know, I, I grew up in an area where people played hockey, so that that was we called it hockey hair. That's what we called it too. Yeah, I mean, the, and so the, when people said it's a mullet, I didn't know what they were. T- I literally they go, yeah. "Oh, a nice mullet." I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but thank you very much." And, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, like I I remember we at one point we started calling it the Steve Sanders because we didn't have a name mm-hmm. for it, and Steve Sanders on 90210 had that, so that we just called it that. And then I started hearing first I heard people saying it was called a tooch. And then no one else thinks that that's the name for it. <laughs> and then people, then the mullet sort of took over. Why was that so popular with the hockey player? Was it because it could stick out of the helmet? I'm very, I'm serious. I, think, I don't yeah. understand why it, that was popular with them. I think, it, I think you're, I think that's all it was is that like you otherwise with a hockey helmet on, you looked bald or like there were, you couldn't see any hair. So it's like, here's my hair. But if you had long hair inside the helmet, it would probably be annoying uh, or like, like so, get in your face if it came Oh, uh, that makes front. sense. So that's why you go a little, you go business and yeah, then party. Short here so it doesn't, you know, block your view. But then you, you, you're showing off the the fire and back. Uh, Gary, uh, did you have one? You're being suspiciously quiet. I, I think I did for a brief moment. And then it was, because when I had it, it was sort of passe. It was like, I mean, you would think business in the front, party in the back never goes out of style. Of course, right? Everybody <laughs> likes to do those two things. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think I had it for a minute and it was like, what are you doing? You're, you don't want a mullet or whatever. It's like, okay. I did have a rat tail, I think at one point too, for like a second. Oh okay. boy. Yeah. And then I had Bart Simpson <laughs> shaved in the back of my head for a little bit too. So I was always in the what? fourth. I was in, that was in 2007. Uh, <laughs> Are you scared? Yeah, I was going to say, you can't be serious. No, I did have it. It just was when I was a kid. You God, did? You had a Bart Simpson shaved into your head. Holy yeah. shit. That's amazing. Wow. They had to dye it so you could see it. So I was like 12 and had to dye yeah. my head and dye pad. <laughs> it was shaved and it was really cool. There's that- a picture somewhere. It's I think it might be lost to time, but. Oh. I'd like to see the photograph yeah. of that. Me too. I just see if I can try to find it. I'll ask my mom if she knows where it is. By the way, but, I'm uh, guessing that uh, Never Not Shopped will have a photo of it uh, very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll have the whole family. <laughs> uh, hockey players, it says they wanted to keep the back of their necks warm while playing in frigid temperatures while also oh. keeping their hair short on top to make sure the helmet stayed snug. All right. Does that work? I mean, look, I'm guilty of being like, hey, I'm going to grow my hair out because it's winter, but that doesn't do anything. Oh, I disagree. Uh, I haven't grown up in Chicago. Uh, and does, you were from well, up, yeah. when my hair was longer and then I would get a haircut. I'm like, oh, fuck, I did this at the wrong time. I should have uh, waited. Yeah. Oh, I never yeah. had long hair as a kid, so I, I, I didn't experience that. But I guess that makes sense. Uh, we used to speaking of uh, Dave, we used to laugh about this when people would people would, I, I people would walk into the um, uh Orange's Records and Tapes was the first store into the mall. And it wasn't a big mall. So it was like literally the door to the mall and then our record store. And so people would like, they would walk in 
trying to like will the cold away by with their foreheads you ever see when people do that like they like they're going head first into it yeah and it's like oh y'all crunched up there sir they're gonna keep you they're gonna keep you warm it's like you're not doing anything you're literally just bothering your muscles that's all you're doing <laughs> but isn't that the bothering point your muscles. <laughs> but that that is i think instinctively that's what humans do because if, if you're if you're activating the muscles it's making the blood go to it and the and that would warm it up it's just like if you run in place, that warms you up. Yeah, but again, it didn't work. It's As like a man who was guilty of it myself, from my car to oranges, right? Their forehead was jogging in place. That's all that was happening. That makes sense. That makes sense. I got a good fit forehead. Yeah. As, as I mentioned on that live stream the other night, I believe it's growing bigger as the days go on. I don't know. Your I don't think my hair is receding anymore. I just think that my head is literally getting larger <laughs> as I'm like getting. You know, they always say your ears and your nose keep growing. I right. think the top of my head is continuing just to grow. It's well, not going back. If the skin, I mean, as you get older, the skin starts to sag. The gravity starts pulling it down. So I guess that would make sense, sort of. So this is, maybe this is staying the same. This is just getting lower. Yeah, the rest of your face is going that just way. Going <laughs> the forehead stays the same place. I will say, I, I found a, uh, a, a just a, a, a hair all by itself over here. And I thought, why is a hair growing there? And then I realized, no, it's the other way around. Yeah, The other hairs have left. Right. The other ones are bailed on that, that area. Is, yes. Isn't that weird? Every once in a while, you'll see one hair that's like an inch and a half below. Yeah the hairline like how'd you get there how'd you stay and why did you yeah. invite your friends <laughs> right don't you see what's happening we're not hanging out here anymore we're uh we moved on it's been boy it's been a long time since i've had that though this has been very solid hairline for years let's uh since we're talking about hair elliot you seem to have a the, the world's most subtle faux hawk starting on the top of your head I was wondering if anybody was going to notice. Well, since, just, since, since the, we're talking, we can't, we can't talk about the hairlines without talking about whatever you're doing. I, I basically, I woke up with this and I looked in the mirror and I went, wow, if I, if I tried to do that on purpose, it would not look right. Wait, lean in. Maybe it doesn't look right now. Can you lean? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Elliot's, it's bedhead. It's Elliot's bedhead. I don't, yeah. I don't hate it, by the way. I kind of like it. I don't it. hate it either. That's why I left it. Normally I would, I would tamp it down. Right. I would brush In it fact, down. In fact, I love it. Hate you. <laughs> so bring uh, your, let your it's hair. It's everything from show. here down that I'm going to have a problem with. That's, uh, <laughs> that's unfair. Thanksgiving, folks. Let's be thankful for yeah, friends and family. Right. Uh, hey, what do you guys think about those airports? You ever see the, uh, the pictures of the airport, uh, uh, Phoenix and O'Hare, uh, the day after the CDC says, hey, maybe, uh, uh, maybe nobody should travel this year. This is a horrible year to travel. Let's all do thank, uh, Thanksgiving virtually. It's it's like the old Brian Regan bit of why when the person at the at the gate at the airport airport says uh, we're going to be boarding by a seat. Uh, by the time it gets to your ear, everybody rush to the gate, rush the door. <laughs> uh, it was that. It's like everybody heard. Oh, CDC says don't travel. We probably should all travel then. When you see these photos and videos of O'Hare or or <sighs> Phoenix, it's a fucking madhouse. Yeah. As if we're not in the middle of a pandemic. It is great. Old people, young people. Ugh. I mean, and, what, I, and, <clears throat> what I found funny is I, my throat is like disgusting right now. You sound that horrible. That is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is because I saw somebody who took a video of that and I'm and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And then I'm like, wait, the guy who took the video. They're you, there. You were there. He's there traveling. <laughs> it's so funny. I always say that when, I'm, like, it, like when I went to bring that thing to, uh, I had a doctor's appointment that I was dropping something off at Matt's house. There was crazy traffic on the 110. And I'm like, mm. what the fuck is with this traffic? And I was like, well, you're part of it, Dick Witt. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're one of them. And they're probably saying the same thing. Like, this, there should be nobody out here. Yeah. The only, the but, only thing I could say in defense of everyone traveling is that that, 
if you booked your if you were planning to travel, you would have booked your flight months ago. I, right. I mean, I guess you could cancel it, but I'm sure a lot of people were just like, I, I got my ticket. I'm, I'm going like I think uh, as a as a guy that had to cancel 10 flights over the uh, yeah. over this, and the, you know, they're waiving all fees. They're letting you yeah, rebook right. into 2022 in some cases. It's uh, oh, also uh, at least half the country doesn't believe in the covid. Uh, <laughs> well, there, there's that. There's also that. So there's yeah. a little bit of a problem there. There's also that. I'm trying to think of like if if you if you accept that COVID is a thing and you know it's dangerous, but you're going to take the risk. What like what part? What makes it so important? Like what what parameters would there have to be that I must go to the Thanksgiving? With Here, my here's family? the only like, thing that I could think of, Elliot, and and here, and I kind of. I know some people like it's like, oh, this might be the last Thanksgiving I have with my grandparents. This might be the last sure. one I have with, you know, you know, Matt. And well, I, you're going to make it come true, of course. And you. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> our parents are getting up there in age and it's sure. like, you know, we haven't seen them all year. And it's, you know, but, but to that point, I wouldn't if I was to go to Chicago to see my dad, I would wait until it's everybody's not traveling. Like I would try to go on a Tuesday that's not around right. a holiday mm-hmm. so that maybe I have my own row. Maybe, you know, or if I bring Oliver, which I would, by the way, would not do unless it was an emergency. But uh, if I had to go for any sort of thing, I would, I would try, I wouldn't do it the week of Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what is Thanksgiving but just the day? You know, have your, yeah. have your tur- if it's important, have your turkey and or ham or a vegetarian option um, <laughs> in two weeks. Split the sure. diff between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. That, that is interesting because it is sort of an arbitrary day. And if the point of it is just, I, I really need to be with my family, I've got to do it, then pick pick a different day. Right? Yeah. And, and if you have, like, you can take time off work, but so many people are working remotely that it's like, you can travel and then work from and wherever. Still work. Like right. a friend of mine did that. They just uh, went to Colorado to his parents, um, with took their kids and for like a month because they were like... <clears throat> we're just well, they can do school from there we can work from there and then we get to see our family and then we you know get to spend a good amount of time with with the grandparents and um and then you know be out of la although i heard matt that because denver's a mile high they don't have the covid the covid's not reaching <laughs> that high. too high up yeah that's right the atmosphere kills it that's one of the things bleach and the atmosphere i think are the two things that take mm-hmm. the covid and, down out of sunlight fucking knees uh as i was saying to danielle yesterday this is like this is the time where it's like, because uh, we know somebody that uh, the, the family has gone to Hawaii for the Thanksgiving holiday and they're posting photographs of it on uh, on Facebook and such. And like bananas to me. Yeah. It's like this yeah. is a time where like if, if you want to get like this is a drive to the Grand Canyon here. You know what I mean? Let's say, <laughs> right. hey, we've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. Let's hop in the car and do it. This mm-hmm, is the year sure. to do it because you can't go anywhere else for safety purposes yeah. or go safety camping. Reasons. Camping, Camping would be, would be Grand Canyon. Why <laughs> oh, you're angry? You would I? Would I? By the way, I would not. I would still try to find a nice, clean hotel. I'd like to find a place that's on COVID friendly. COVID. Uh, well, we, we were thinking about next summer because we have a we have plans to to go to Colorado next summer, and we'll see if that is possible. But um, we were thinking already, like, should we just drive there instead of fly? And then we we're like, do we, should we just rent an RV? drive yeah. to the grand canyon spend a day and night there and then go the rest of the way would uh, you want to drive an rv <clears throat> not really uh, and then i realized yeah we could also just drive our car and stay at a place with beds like <laughs> like a re- well, it depends a real- on how paranoid you are about uh, about local <clears throat> right <laughs> 
local places. Like if you're going if you're going to Arizona, mm. yeah, maybe maybe take an RV. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. The I'd be worried about like I'm going to be driving it, but the mountain roads in Colorado would freak me out in an RV. They freak me out in my car. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Well, the thing Even I was passenger. Yeah. What I was thinking we would do is just go you know get to denver and then drop off the rv there and then rent a regular car because we wouldn't be going back the, the other way we're actually taking that the train back so is oh. extremely expensive what to drop it in one place and mm-hmm. with rvs because there's there's yeah. com- there's companies that do that like that's their whole model it's i i was looking into that to mm. go back to uh-huh. michigan with the dogs and us it's thousands of dollars hmm. thousands really? of dollars yeah well, one it's man's like expensive is another man's uh, pocket change, Garen. That could, yeah, uh, that's true. Matt's that loaded, true. man. That's nothing to me. I'll, I'll blow my nose in that thousand dollars. God, right. didn't you do it? Just, just <laughs> rent I, that I mean, RV. I will blow the, my nose and then give the money to the RV place. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get the COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I mentioned on the uh, the my, my flapper show, uh, I'm I'm flush with money right now because what I do uh, because I know people are weak because they're not working is I go and push them down and take whatever money they have in their pocket. <laughs> so I'm loaded. <laughs> Great strategy. Yeah. It's great. People are they're not able to eat, so they're weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I take yeah. advantage of that. I push them down, Elliot, and I take the pocket change, and it all adds up. Then I bring it to the uh, the coin star, and <laughs> sure. I uh, I spend three hours there pushing the coins in. <laughs> ah, fuck Canadian. And then I hear that little tink 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 of the coin dropping. Mm-hmm. I still love. I have not done it during the pandemic, but boy, do I love bringing the coins to the coin star. I enjoy mm. every second of that. Yeah, the joy of pushing it in. Great technology. A big tray shakes all the lint out with the little holes in the grate. It took me years, by the way, to figure out uh, to take the Ralph's, you know, take the the credit for the grocery store because you get even money in that case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would always say, no, I need the cash. And then you lose money because they take it. And then what would I do? I would go to a Target and buy things. Right. <laughs> buy the snuff at Ralph's. You, you need jackass. food, right? Like you still are going to buy food. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right, Doug Benson is going to be joining us. Uh, we're thrilled that he's. Uh, it's been a long time since Doug's been here. Doug, of course, has his three thousand podcast that he uh, currently has, and we'll talk about those when he gets here and uh, see how he's handling the uh, pandemic and so on and so forth. Because he's a guy that travels quite a bit. Uh, we could talk uh, to him. Actually, Elise was just saying this morning uh, that when on March thirteenth, I think he was in Austin. And uh, he got stuck. So we'll ask oh, him about that experience. I'm interested to uh, uh, to hear about that. Uh, all right. So uh, everybody's here. Garen, Elliot, uh, Matt. Uh, we're going to get Oliver's uh, trivia question, of course. And uh, we'll bring Doug Benson into the mix. And we'll do all that right after this. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling what do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us, That's and true. I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. 
I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earning. Earning. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it to be clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin! Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2714, I want to say. Hopefully, I'm, uh, I remember that correctly. Uh, Doug Benson's here. He's taking time away from one of his 49 podcasts, uh, <laughs> some of which are available on Misfit Toys, uh, the comedy co-op, along with... Uh, and we just added Jonah Ray to that mix of people. We forgot to mention oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should definitely mention that. Uh, Jonah's got a hot new podcast out, and maybe we'll talk to him about it someday if we uh, allow him back on the show. The last time he was here, I, I think he stormed off, and we're not speaking to him, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe we can uh, reconcile that friendship and have him back. And by the way, if you're new to our show, that never happened. Um, <laughs> anyway, Jonah Ray, Todd Glass, Mike Schmidt, Jen Kirkman, Doug Benson, and us. Uh, you can't get whiter than that. That's our slogan. <laughs> so we're uh, uh, Misfit Toys. Come over to the co-op and uh, enjoy comedy. Um, uh, Doug's got the Doug Loves Movies. He's also got the, I think, called uh, The War on Dugs and uh, some other uh, some other Doug Fun-related word names. Uh, what's the one with Doug Mallard? I can't remember the Doug Mallard. What's the name of the program, Doug? It's Doug Mallard, and it's um, <laughs> it's called Wide World of Dugs. Wide World of Dugs. Did you think about The War on Dugs at all? That uh, it seems like it'd I be a win. That one came out. That, that would be a good title for it. For a while, it was going to be Beware of Dugs. I like Beware and, of Dogs. Uh, <laughs> These are all options. 
But we wanted, we thought Wide World of Dugs would put a more positive spin on it, even though the podcast has turned out to be about how the name Doug isn't really, isn't that great. <laughs> you don't like having the name Doug, or you found others I, that don't I'm like okay it. with it, because I've, I've managed to make it work, but we feel like it holds, holds people back, because there's, it's not a lot of great famous Dougs. I could think of maybe Doug Collins, the the basketball coach, and I don't know anything about basketball, so the fact that I know that guy's name I'm, means that there's a winning Doug. I am shocked. Yeah. I am so shocked that you know Doug Collins. That blew did my he, mind. Did that's he coach the, the Bulls at some point? He did. Yeah, All he, right, so that's why I know yeah. that. And then uh, Doug Buffone was a football player. Right. And then I might be out. Well, then we don't need to have you on the show because we're looking for people that really know their Dugs. I don't know my Dugs. <laughs> I'm down on my Dugs. Jimmy, I thought you were, I thought the first one you were going to pull was the, the 70s magician. Oh, of course, Doug Henning. Doug Henning. Yeah. And then uh, what about our buddy? Uh, is it Doug Kershaw? What's the Doug, uh, the, com- the country musician? Doug? I don't know. Uh, there's a um, Doug, right? I, we can go with Kershaw. Let's just agree that the name Doug sucks and move <laughs> past it. That seems to be the easiest solution here, right? Yeah, it's just, um, you know, whenever a character shows up in a movie, whenever they go, Doug is coming over, you know <laughs> that that's going to be a silly person. Right. <laughs> um, there is we a Doug have, Kershaw. Uh, first gentleman Doug now. First Wait. gentleman oh, that's elect. Right. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, and thank you for throwing in the elect, Doug, because uh, this thing really, is... People I, aren't sure yet. <laughs> I'm not convinced. You know, I'd like to see a third, maybe even a fourth recount of that Georgia. Uh, yeah, uh, just keep recounting, you know, keep them busy in Georgia so they can't uh, come up with other bad laws. Let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's quote Michael Rappaport. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll recount it. We'll count it three times. Pack your shit, <laughs> grab your tape, and go. <laughs> get your tape get your boxes i gotta watch that again today boy that thing just brings me joy uh wait, what it, happens what happens if georgia it, let's say the electrical well, electrical electoral <laughs> votes let's say they go to trump for georgia that it still puts him way off of the win right yeah. right he's got to get three he, i think he needs three possibly four states to flip in order for it to happen and it's not going to happen like he, yeah. if he got Pennsylvania and Georgia, I Pennsylvania's that, twenty, right. and Georgia's sixteen. Is oh, that enough? That, those two would flip flop it, right? Um, yeah, he's at two thirty or something. So two thirty two, yeah. So so that would be 50. that's only thirty six. Yeah, I don't think so that's, that's not enough. No, I think yeah. He would, so he needs he needs, he needs at least one other one. Yeah, yeah. Because 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 Biden had Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan, Pennsylvania. And I think that was enough. Right. Yeah. He didn't need actually, he didn't actually need Pennsylvania when he but got Pennsylvania is not going to flip. That, that's the no. one that's not going no. to Michigan's the one that is uh, your, your home state there, Garen, that looks like uh, they might play games. Yeah. <sighs> but it, it's not going to make a difference because Arizona's not going to move. Nevada's not going to move. Right. right. None of it's going to, none, none of it. You know, who's going to move? Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Pack there your you bags. Rappaport style. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> uh, and Garen, what, what was Doug Kershaw's big hit? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, while you look that up, Elliot and Matt, can you think of a famous Doug uh, immediately uh, other than other than our guest, Doug Benson? Well, I, I, I thought of Doug Jones, but then it, it made me wonder because he's always obscuring his face. So is that a is that a symptom of Dougness? Yes, you like to hide if you have that name. That's what <laughs> Doug. If, is that what you're learning on that podcast? Do you like to hide if your name is Doug? Yeah, we just stay in the shadows <laughs> and, uh, you know, just try to just try to make do. Uh, <laughs> just, just try to get by. Yeah. 
<laughs> sure. In, in the Hangover movies, there's two characters named Doug, and the and one of them they call Black Doug the whole time. So that's weird. <laughs> is is he African American? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. Maybe he's got the maybe he's got the plague. I don't know. He's played by Mike Epps, and so like yeah, he's he's a gentleman of color. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's you know, and then of course there's the um, the movie Strange Brew with the McKenzie brothers, sure. Bob and Doug, right? Yeah, one of them was a Doug. Yeah. It's just uh, it's not the classiest of names, I guess. I you know that's why some people insist on being called Douglas. Because then it makes them, you know, seem less silly. It's more distinguished. But nobody ever calls me that. Douglas Benson. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. That's a guy you call by the full name. You don't call yeah. him Doug mm-hmm. Fairbanks. Yeah. yeah. And um, Douglas MacArthur. Sure. Uh, you know, I don't know how many people are calling him Dougie. What about uh, Douglas Hauser? That he's a young doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, was his was Doogie's real name Douglas? I don't know. I'm guessing that. Yeah, it was. that's the idea. Is Doogie's a oh, okay. nickname for Douglas? I have a few friends that try that try that one out from oh, time yeah. to time. Doogie Horner. You, you <laughs> couldn't have been happy with that, right? I, I don't. Want, Doug is enough of a nickname. So you don't need a sillier version. <laughs> really, is a hat on a hat. Uh, it even says like sometimes when somebody's name is. Uh, when everybody calls him Doug, like on IMDb, it'll say Douglas, Doug. And then ask like, what? Uh, we were watching, uh, uh, Doug, you mentioned The Hangover, uh, Oliver, because he needed to, to confirm that the commercials were accurate. Uh, there's this new uh, Let Me See Your Voice is the name of the show that uh, Ken Jung is hosting. Has, has anybody watched even a second of that? No, no but I think I've heard about it. I watched a little bit of it and... Um, was kind of shocked by the simplicity and weirdness of the premise. It is uh, also uh, unwatchable. It is, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fucking horrible and it's insulting. It's like, it, it, uh, and and it's a third show that, that Ken Jung is on. Like, it, uh, and, and uh, he was in The Hangover. That's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, was he good in The Hangover? I guess that's what I'm getting at. He's big. He's like a, he was a real big uh, presence in that movie. Yeah. And uh, people seem to enjoy it because like on Mass Singer, he's the judge that's just like out of his seat, running around and screaming the whole time. So like, yeah, let's give that a show. Let's let him <laughs> have him host a show. It's and then and then the show is you just look at a person for the entire hour wondering whether or not they can sing. <laughs> and then at the end they sing badly or well, and you go, Oh, okay. Okay. Turns out they can or can't sing. Really? Yeah, really? It's a, it's a whole show, a whole hour of one person. I thought it would be like I think segments. I only caught the end. No, no, it feels like the buildup is to like, yeah. can this one person sing or not? Yeah. And you're supposed to judge that based on their appearance and things. They, their hobbies well, or i don't know here what, it is what kind you, of questions they ask them. you have I, you either have like between six or eight people and they all are, are referred just like stealing from the mass singer you have the you have the archer you have the violinist you have the the server and they are all these quote-unquote characters and you have to then each round you have to uh, rule somebody out that you don't think can sing you want to the goal is to whittle and there could be more than one there's there's at least there's at least one good singer there's there's several good singers because obviously if you get rid of the good singer first there's no game left so there's several of the seven or whatever there's maybe four of them are good singers you have to at the end of it eliminate somebody each round and get down to the last person and if they are good uh a good singer i think then you win the million dollars whatever that is um yeah that's what i saw is they narrowed it down to one guy 
And I was like, is this been a whole hour of this wondering if he can sing or not? It, it is, but with different people. And then it's also people like Jay Farrow and Cheryl Hines, at least the episode we watched, are going, yeah, I think that person can sing. Are you crazy? I don't think they can sing. Oh, let's find out. Oh, they can. Okay. Next part, you know, like it's, because, because the way you look is, is absolutely has everything to do with how well you can sing. Well, I'll tell you what, the one guy, the one guy looked, uh, and then they, they gave him a little backstory. That, like one guy was like, he's a backup singer for Justin Bieber. He's, he's done this. He's done that. Is that the truth or is that just the story they're telling you? And then he starts singing and it's all bullshit. It's, uh, I'm mad that it's made. I'm mad that Ken Jung is hosting it. I'm mad that Cheryl Hines agreed to appear on it. I'm, a, I'm mad at everything about this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm mad that Oliver had it on my televisions because now I have to throw my TV out. Like, I'm mad at a lot of different things about this thing. But Ken Jung was great in The Hangover. That's the point. I, I actually do think he was good in The Hangover. Like, it, it, to come out of left field, you, you know, most, most people didn't know, had never seen him before. And uh, it was big, but it was a small part. And so it kind of like they just gave him some room to go crazy. And that was fun. And unexpected. I've always enjoyed Ken's company uh, at the improv. Back, remember nice Dragon, back in the days. Very nice guy. Great guy. So Great guy. happy for his success. But let's let's limit it. That's enough shows. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't need a fourth show. hundred percent. hundred percent. He also runs a medical practice full time. <laughs> no. <laughs> In addition to his 97 shows. Um, he could yeah, do that, be- by the way. He could like basically franchise his name as like a like a like a, a medical practice that oh doctors can dr ken's urgent care yeah just like uh jacoby and myers they don't actually practice law anymore they just sell that name to people to use right and then you have to change your last name though right i think if you you've got to become jim jacoby <laughs> matt myers by the way i have no idea if that's how jacoby and myers works <laughs> very good <laughs> i actually think someone wrote someone wrote into us when we mentioned them recently that it's jacoby and myers is literally just a phone number now and then they just connect you with a local law firm uh, oh interesting that is not jacoby and myers so no but, but can you do that unless they win sounds like a great deal <laughs> you know yeah. what right uh free, free about- lawyer until until you find out whether or not you won or lost yeah it's um uh, uh <laughs> i believe that phone number is 888-888-8888 is that them or is that one eight what, what is theirs it doesn't matter i don't know uh one of them got all the eights that's for sure right because they split up didn't they was it Jacoby and Myers that split up? Wait, no, who split up? The other one. Uh, I don't it, know. It's the other one, which is now, which they did. They did my thing. They're they're one eight million. Yeah. Ooh, what? Oh, the phone you number. Remember is... when I did that? Remember when I I I guess I noticed that one restaurant it's and just, I did that little. It's just one eight hundred zero 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 zero. Yeah. Salino and Barnes. Oh, that's right. That's them. Salino and Barnes. That's nothing like their theme song, but it, it's right in my head, but I can't sing it, if that Salino makes sense. Salino and Barnes, injury attorney, call 1-8 million. 1-800-8-million, <laughs> I think it is. Oh, is 1-800-8-million, it, it, which I don't even think that, works. That but does that's not, what that's they, way too many numbers. Well, it's one of those you just keep pressing zeros till they connect you. <laughs> right. You're good to go. Uh, Garen, before we start going around the horn and uh, talking more with our friend Doug Benson here, uh, what's the Doug Kershaw big hit? He's, he's kind of a more of a Cajun guy, right? He wasn't a big country. Yeah, he wasn't a huge guy. His biggest hit was called, uh, oh, I'm on the wrong page. It was like Ding Dong, D- Diggy Liggy Low. <laughs> That's right. Diggy Liggy Low by the great Doug Kershaw. Cajun Doug, they called him. Hmm. He's I want to say he was on MCA Records. Could be wrong. Could be on Rounder. Doesn't matter. All right, Doug Benson's here. He's taking time. Go ahead, Doug. I'm sorry. We've talked so much about Doug's on on uh, Wide World of Doug's. I don't even think 
Doug Kershaw's name has come up. Wow. Well, that's why you have me to come on to talk about him, and then I leave. I come on and go, hey, what about Doug Kershaw? Jimmy Pardo, everybody, and then I bail. <laughs> yeah, well, well, now we'll start a campaign. We've been trying to get the, you know, first first man, first gentleman on, but now we've got, I think we should really gun for Doug Kershaw. I'd like to see you get Kershaw, and I can play some music for you, that, yeah. uh, that swamp music he's known for. He might be dead, by the way. Is he he's dead, Garen? He's 84 years old. Oh, wow. 84. Oh, no. We have, a, we have a strict nobody over 42 age <laughs> limit on our show. Wow. How are you on it then? podcasting is a young man's game, Jimmy. I understand that. I understand. That's why Conan O'Brien is getting all the awards. Um, <laughs> the Logan's run of podcasts. Oh, did, he, did, did he get the idea to be a podcaster from you, Jimmy? Did he? One has to think, Doug. <laughs> I, I, there's all these guys that have been on Doug Lowe's movies that now have huge podcasts. And I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's I, how it's going, Doug, how you've been goes. doing this almost it's maybe a week less time than we've been doing our podcast. And yeah, uh, to your point, it's, there were times where we'd invite people on and they would go, what are we doing? And now they have millions of listeners. <laughs> yeah, no. And, uh, I, you know, I've got a, you know, a list in my head of people who would come on the podcast and shit on podcasts the entire time they were on. And now they have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. And how do we repay them by taking down Ken Jung? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. He doesn't have a podcast, honestly. Uh, I'm about to check and see if he does right now. I bet he does. Oh, he does. I think, wait, did he, he just does. start one? I swear to God, I think he just started one. It's called Ask Ken Anything But Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> the Darkest Timeline with Ken oh, Jeong yeah. and Joel McHale. Right, I forgot about that. But Joel McHale, he needs to be on TV more. <laughs> he needs to be, he needs, <laughs> there's this weird uh, game show thing going on now where uh, there's like five people that get to be on and host all of the game shows. Right. And he's one of them. Joel McHale is squeaked in there. They're like, we need spiky hair and sarcasm. <laughs> uh, sarcasm That's without the wit. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's on like that card shark show, which is like, it's not, it was never a comedy game show. Mm. Yeah. And, he's, and he's not bringing much comedy to it. He's just out there by himself. He doesn't have anybody to play off of, you know? I do know. It's weird. Uh, I loved the old card sharks. Loved it. Loved it. It's Great a fun Jim game Perry. to play along because it's just like, I don't. I think it's 40%. Oh, yeah? Well, I say 35. You know, you can sit and... Right. And then when it gets to the cards, you go higher, no lower. Like, it's it's the, the play along is so easy as opposed to... Show me your voice where it looks like it should be very easy, but the play along is a snooze. What about the old concentration show? Have you seen the reruns of that lately? Yes. The puzzles are like such a stretch sometimes. Like those rhombus puzzles, like it's very, I don't, it'd be like somebody blowing smoke out of their face and then that means air or something, you know, it's like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, a bit uh, of a reach. And they're very well drawn cartoons. And um, but the funny part is, like, <laughs> the play along's not bad, but you're watching people going, uh, "Give me seven and twenty-two, no match." Okay. <laughs> uh, right. oh. It's a child's game, and then <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that said, if I if I stumble across it, I end up watching the entire twenty-two minutes of it. Who is the guy that hosted that? Didn't Trebek do it for a minute? Didn't Trebek do classic he concentration? Did. He did. That was in like the played, 80s or 90s. Yeah, on Buzzer, on the Buzzer channel, on Pluto TV, they played um, 
they played all day, you know, because they don't have any rights to anything Jeopardy. So they played concentration all day the weekend after he died. And I was watching it and young Alex Trebek was into the lady contestants like he would hold their hand and kiss them a yeah. lot. Now we're talking. There was a lot of, you know, which is true of all the game shows back then. But uh, I want to thank you for bringing that up uh, because there's another Alex Trebek game show. I I didn't want to seem disrespectful to Mr. Trebek, but um, <laughs> there's a show called Pitfall. And in Pitfall, there was it was kind of I want to say it was kind of like uh, like a family feudish sort of thing. You know, there was some kind of survey and you had to guess. But then at the end, there were all these elevators and you had to answer these questions and the elevators would light up and you'd pick the elevators that like if it lit up twice, the elevator would go down. But the main point of this is the lights would go out and like 50 percent of the time. Alex Trebek would unnecessarily be sort of hugging the shoulder of the female contestant while the lights were out. And I always, even even when I first saw it as a kid, I was like, "That is that? Should he be doing that?" Is yes, that, he should. People, Take do people like those that? lights. He gets it. He would, he would hold hands with the women like clasped fingers, holding hands, what? like just standing around going to commercial. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, well, he's dead, so we win. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the point of this conversation. That's what you get, buddy. <laughs> That's what you get. Other than your millions. Yeah, I see. Uh, did you see Andy Woods? Uh Dude. streak of wins on Jeopardy? Oh, well, I, by the way, I did not know that he won. Uh, I was going to look for it in uh, on demand uh, to, to watch it. I, I literally tried to tr watch it on you demand. Can't. It's not on. It's nowhere. Mm -hmm. Is it's, that true? Yeah, there's yeah. nowhere to watch Jeopardy. It's crazy. Syndicated shows don't really have a place to land. Well, I guess you're right. On yeah. Demand. Yeah. Hmm. Um, like Netflix has like you know some classic episodes, but right. you, you know, or, or Hulu does too. I think yep. you can't uh, you can't access the recent ones because I I missed the fourth night that Andy was on and I wanted to, to see it or the fifth night I think. So he won that many times, huh? He was on he won like a bunch of times, and he was like really good at when he'd get a daily double, he'd go all in. So he won like 20 grand each night that he won. Oh my God. Wow. So he won like about 80 grand uh, over four nights. And then this guy, Charlie, somebody went on and, um, and beat him oh, yeah. randomly. That guy is friends with a lot of the same people that Andy Wood is friends with. Yeah, yeah I saw That's how I saw it. Like somebody said, I can't believe I have two friends on Jeopardy tonight. Like that's yeah, weird. That's Jonah Ray, as we were talking about earlier. I, I wish he could come back on this show. Sometime. Oh, Jesus. The way he stormed off, Doug, I'll never have him back. <laughs> yeah, that guy's is, that guy. Charlie's what a is producer. The name, what's the name of uh, Jonah's podcast? Matt, it's uh, uh Please watch my movie with me, I think. Or um, Yeah. Can I watch your can, movie? Can with I watch you? your movie with you? Thank you. Right. Yeah, and each one he has a, like somebody that's in a you know a movie and then they watch it together and talk about it. It's, it sounds really fun. They do a little MST three face with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool. You can you can sync it up with the movie. Um, so like he'll one of the episodes uh, coming up is he him and Alex Winter are watching Bill and Ted go to hell or whatever they ended up calling it. That wasn't the title, right? That was the original. Thing. Enough, you can sync up Never Not Funny to any episode of Succession, <laughs> and it works, buddy. It yeah. works. Yeah, turn their sound down. You use this. Sound. We do. Say, we do say the f word about as much as they do, so I think that would work. <laughs> fuck uh, you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> we just saw. We just saw the kid in something else. What was he just in? The yes. uh, the son. Yeah, he was. Oh, Trial of the Seven. Oh yeah, Trial yeah, of the yeah, Seven. Yeah. Thank you. Trial of the Seven. Yeah. yeah, which I loved. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, so entertaining. Yeah. I mean, a serious subject too, but also just a just a crackling good 
uh, courtroom movie. I agree. That guy Mark Rylance as uh, Kunstler. Yes. Like, he's such a good actor. I don't know why the judge doesn't just like do everything he he said. <laughs> I don't think that's how. It, well, maybe that is how it works. If you're very charming, I think the more charismatic. I mean, you saw the OJ trial. If you're charismatic, that's what wins the case. Mm-hmm. True, that Johnny Cochran did it right. Right, you do those uh, those uh, Nipsey Russell yeah. type rhymes, you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch uh, that. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. It's really, it's really so good. good. I mean, it might feel before you watch it like, oh, I got to sit down and do some homework. But boy, yeah. it's really. You know, I don't know if fun's the right word for it, but it's a it's a good time. I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen's Abby Hoffman's pretty much always cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really it's yeah. pretty amazing. The cast is great. I mean, it's like such a great group of actors. I, I, oh, yeah, they're means. all up for best supporting actor. Like they didn't <laughs> didn't put any of them in the actor <laughs> slot, which would be cheating because there is there is no clear lead role in the movie. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, 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 by the way, young Oliver loved it. He thought it was fantastic. When it was over, he's like, that was great. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's long. Yeah. It's like over two hours long, and it really flies by. It does. It's, and it's also really one of those where when it's over, you kind of don't want it to be over. You're enjoying it so much. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's well worth watching. I just finished, um, this isn't a movie, but I, I basically think it is a movie. It's just seven hours long. Um, I just finished The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Mm. Yeah, which is yeah. so good. Yeah. So, so good. Have you seen I, that, Jimmy? I have. I actually think it was about three episodes, the three middle episodes too long. I, uh. Hmm. That was I. We I got it. We got it. We're playing chess, <laughs> and then. Uh, but, the, but the first four episodes, I think, are fantastic, and the last two, I think, are fantastic. It's kind of like the, a few in the middle there, where it's like. Hmm. So there's just one episode you thought was a waste of time. <laughs> maybe one, maybe two, but otherwise, I loved it. I did. I did very much enjoy it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil things for people who haven't seen it. They sh- people should just watch it. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I do think, uh, like, it's one of those things that starts out like kind of uh dark and like oh man this is going to be rough to watch because it's it's kind of upsetting subject matter but then it kind of ends up being an uplifting positive uh almost hollywoodish yeah. movie yeah yeah it's about not letting your trauma define you yeah mm-hmm. that's that's well put yeah well they could have told me it, that in less time i think <laughs> <laughs> it does a thing that uh for me when i'm watching a story and People who are at odds, either begrudgingly or or have a realization of, oh, you know what? I was wrong to do that. I'm going to I'm going to tell you how great you are, even though we were against each other before. Like that happens a bunch of times in that. Yeah. And that just makes me well up every single time. I yeah. just people people getting along despite them being against each other uh, and showing respect and those sorts of things, especially these days. Man, that was right. that was the best part for me. Yeah. I agree. It's fun to watch men being wrong about a woman. <laughs> and then here, admitting here. it and being gracious about it. Yeah. 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 Right. And then becoming allies. Like, I, I think that really is the, the core of it, which is it, which, which does make you feel good in a time when that's not uh, that common in, in the real world. You don't see yeah. a lot of that happening. So it's nice. uh, I tell people that they'll have maybe have a hard time getting through the first episode yeah. because mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, a bit of a tease that the grown actress isn't in it really yet. Right. At that right. Point. But uh, it, the whole thing really it, it comes together all so nicely that it's it's worth, you know, just watching every moment of it. And the young actress is fantastic. The uh, yeah. the young yes. version of that character is great. She's great. Mm-hmm. They're all great. Everybody's great. great. Yeah. Every performance is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the great uh, Bill Camp is in it. He's great in everything he's in. Who's that? The janitor. The old guy. Oh, yeah. The oh yeah. Yeah. 
It does yeah. have the, um, this is a, a tiny, tiny spoiler, I think not a big deal, but it has the, so if you cared, then just skip ahead 10 seconds or whatever. Or, or don't say it. How about that? That's <laughs> I've seen option. it already and I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it again. <laughs> but I, I just want to talk about this generally is it's got the, the now very common trope of um, the guy who's too handsome to be straight. <laughs> like you oh. know, they introduce a character like, is this? No, he's gay because he's very, very handsome. Well, you know what immediately he's wearing nine scarves like it's uh... yeah in the 1950s yeah i i kind of wondered well this this would be maybe spoilery to discuss this but i do want to discuss this at some point because i kind of wondered the, the details of that all right of off the character. air we'll talk about it off the air yeah uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get to uh, Doug Benson's here again, taking time away from his many uh, getting Doug with high. The uh, Doug uh, loves movies, uh, the Battle of Dougs. They got a lot of going on, the uh, wide world of Dougs. Uh, but he's with us today. But now it's time for Oliver's trivia question. Matt Belknap, please. Here we go. This theme songs are coming. By the way, I just bit the side of my, I just bit my cheek. Uh, oh. And I am doing everything in my power to not yell and cry. <laughs> and bite it a 15th time. How angry did it make you when you did it? It, 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 uh, it was, as Matt was saying, this might be a spoiler. I went, oh, and then uh, tried to have a conversation and went, well, maybe don't say it then. I think that's how it came, <laughs> that's how it came off in my head uh, because I was mad at my face. Yeah. Oh, I hurt so fucking bad. Because you guarantee your point, it's like you you control your mouth, you asshole. Yeah. You don't I've have to bite your cheek. <laughs> there's Chewing food for forty years, right? <laughs> and, I can't. and there's yeah. food in the cabinet. There's not a problem. Don't don't chew oh, yourself. Oh, oh, you think it's your brain? You're hungry, and you're like, I, I better myself? I better eat some of my own cheeks so I don't starve to death. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, Matt. Like- throw us a theme song, please. Here's a theme song. All right, your topic this week, and again, write down your bets anywhere zero to 25, game time, game time. Hmm. Now, Doug, what you don't know is in the middle of this, uh, in the break, Oliver came in and said, I have a last minute edit to the question. I don't know how that affects things, but I want you to have all the information that the four of us have. Um, Game time is your, will it be sports? Will it be boards? Will it be any of that? You don't know. I just have to write down a number. Write down a number, 0 to 25, and then uh, the, the betting will come into play if more than one person get it right or if none of us get it right. Then it goes to the strategy of how much did you bet? Kind of like Jeopardy. Kind of like Jeopardy, which I understand Eddie Wood did very well on and that the host has passed away. So I'm learning a lot about Jeopardy this week. So uh, I, I have a question about that. Is he going to be on next week because he won? So he'll still no, be on. This Charlie guy beat him. Oh, Charlie beat him. Oh, okay. Charlie won. Charlie will be on on Monday. Got it. Who's hosting now? Charlie. This this was back before. <laughs> and you win, That's how it works. It's a round we, we need the host. Boy, would that be a, a, a that'd be a terrible game show? That'd be a terrible game show or a good game <laughs> show? Kind of I think it'd be uh, horrible. Yeah. Well, you'd have um, to you'd have to cast contestants who are maybe capable of hosting, I guess. Or at least be able to talk. Now, that's a good um, idea for a game show. A game show where game show hosts are the contestants. Ooh. Think about uh, it, Jimmy. There's enough of them. You could you could do that for 2 weeks. Uh, can we get all the uh, Hollywood's movie stars to come and do that? Because that's who's hosting game shows. Well, yeah, you could dip into the old school too, though. Jane Krakowski's hosting the new uh, Name That Tune. Cool. 
which they're uh, shooting in Australia with oh. former Americans. So that you think that the, <laughs> that they're here. Interesting. Those are the contestants, people that are American, but now live in Australia. Okay. Um, I, 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 something just occurred to me. I, I know it's not my time yet, but you know, we, we, we throw around the word Jeopardy and it just occurred to me, like there's no Jeopardy in that show. Nobody's in any kind of Jeopardy. Sure. Well, I think it's points. financial Jeopardy. The wager. Is it though? Because you don't, it's not your own money. When you wait, no, but when you wager on a daily double or at the end, that, that is the, you're, yeah, you're in Jeopardy. You're in Jeopardy of losing. You're in Jeopardy of losing those points. People in Jeopardy for the entire time because they end up losing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try, Elliot, with this fucking <laughs> false premise. Jesus Christ. I know it's a Sunday morning and you're not awake usually at this time, but let's fucking bring it here today. I just think that's kind of a stretch to, to call that Jeopardy. It is not a Jeopardy. stretch at all. We all understand the premise of Jeopardy. You're Jeopardy, you can lose but, the points. Like, I'll defend him a little bit. Like When you compare it to <laughs> game shows that the title, like, press your luck, you're pressing a button. Wheel of Fortune, wheel spin of the fortune, wheel. Like yeah. every, the, the, Most game shows, the name is like, yeah, obviously, match game. You match the fucking thing. Like That's how they work. Also, Jeopardy, there should be a trap door of some sort. Remember well, when Jeopardy started? It was back in the days where getting on a game show winning any sort of money was a big deal so if you're going to lose it it was a jeopardy your other options were what's my line you know what i mean like <laughs> so jeopardy was different than oh i think the guy's a garbage man this is a you're losing money yeah because you might look and the fool a, for not knowing the answer that's right there's an yeah. exclamation point too Thank which you, is a lot of jeopardy shows don't have an exclamation point yeah. what you don't recall guys is that the original conceit of this game was that every time you got a question wrong you triggered a round of russian roulette <laughs> So now that's see. where the Jeopardy came from. Somebody came up behind you, spun that barrel. So it's kind of like Coca-Cola used to have cocaine. Jeopardy yeah. used to have actual Jeopardy. I exactly. think, by the way, I think Garen's frame froze there, guys. I didn't hear anything he just said. <laughs> I think his, is, I think his sense Gar of humor froze. <laughs> what, what the hell just happened to Garen? They call that show Russian Roulette. Yeah, that was Russian uh, Roulette. Shardy oh, got yeah. a name. <laughs> I'm conflating my, my game shows. I, I can only apologize. Wow. I yes and did you, Garen? Yeah, so. you did, we you, tried. We you tried, did, Elliot. You did not need to do that, Elliot. You could have let him sink. <laughs> that would have been fine. I can't do that every time. Sometimes I have to. I, when, when, when a man tries to help you, sometimes you have to let him. Well, what this this joke was supposed to be the backdoor pilot for Elliot and I's podcast, and it's failed miserably. So we're not going to do it. <laughs> anything, anything but a behind the scenes and never not funny podcast. I I encourage you two to do. Nobody needs to hear it. Then we got off the air, and Jimmy said, "Okay, see you guys Wednesday." <laughs> Nobody gives a shit what happened off the air. As now a million tweets. Well, actually, we would find that interesting. Trust me, not with these two. Uh, they would. <laughs> what they would find interesting is all the shit talk that we can't air. Like that's what they would actually be hearing if they heard anything outside the show itself. Well, these these two can't talk. This about gave it. me a great idea, Jimmy. You know how you can block certain words on your Twitter? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to block the word actually. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of a... tweets that would annoy me, I will not get if I just can't see the, any tweet that has actually in it. A hundred percent agree with that. Boy, do I like that idea. <laughs> But then what is it? Does it just show nothing? Oh, it just doesn't show the tweet at all. So you're going to miss all the Don't Love Actually tweet. tweets. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the annual Love Actually tweets. Are, this is the best movie. This is the worst movie. <laughs> Did it drive you crazy who the baby face chess player with the mustache uh, and the hat was? It's the kid. Yep. It's the kid from Love Actually. Yeah. The goddamn kid from that movie. <laughs> my least favorite part of that movie is that stupid kid. Worse uh, than the kid who goes to America. 
That's what? the, 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 the in, Russian kid in Love Actually, the the guy who goes oh. to America and is surrounded by uh, buxom babes for that. That's the worst storyline to me in Love Actually. All right, I just <laughs> you don't at least agree. he's looking for love. I mean, this kid saying he's in love and Liam Neeson just humoring him is just it's, it's I don't like it. You guys might not know this about me. I love that movie. We know that, Garen. Love it. Actually. I, I actually, I, just, love, I, I actually, I do. I like it a lot, a lot but of people do. it's weird that it's, it's, I, I think it's great. And yet I think like at least 40% of it is terrible. Like I think the part with Kira Knightley is terrible. I think the guy who goes to America is terrible. Uh, I do kind of agree that the, the thing with Liam Neeson and his, it, that's not to me, that's not the worst, but it's slightly painful. The porn stand-ins doesn't even make sense. They don't hire two people to stand there and pretend to have sex with each other naked so that then they can bring in the real... That that part is just like a bad SNL sketch that they shoved into the movie for no reason. Which is a shame because, you know, Martin Freeman's great. He's great. I love him. Yeah, he's really funny. uh, Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that part. And also, it's a great movie if you're into fat shaming because they're constantly telling that gorgeous woman that she's overweight. Right. Which otherwise, like, I do like the Hugh Grant part because I like Hugh Grant, but that part of it is awful. <laughs> it's so hard to get through. Anyway. Name something Hugh Grant's bad in, by the way. Name one. Name something you did not enjoy Hugh Grant. Even if the movie sucks, he's great. Even that mugshot of him was great. He had that funny look on his face like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> right? <laughs> got some weird, weird roles in that he's always the villain in every part of Cloud Atlas. Oh, I, I didn't see Cloud Atlas. And uh, I think one—I think one of them's supposed to be Asian or something. Like all the actors in that movie play other races and sexes, and it's—it's. It's, hmm. I mean, I mean, the Wachowskis. If anybody can make a movie where the actors aren't playing what their, you know, what their assigned gender role is, <laughs> then I guess they can do it. Yeah. But it was—it's a weird movie. Well, that's that's an example of Doug loving movies and uh, the kind of <laughs> trivia that you're going to get on one of his many podcasts. Um, <laughs> Uh, All right, here's the question, guys. Here is the question. Game time is the topic. Here is your question. From 1940 to 1970, what game was banned for being considered a form of gambling? From 1940 to 1970, what game was banned for being considered a form of gambling? Wow. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I've written down an answer. I wish I knew what kind, like... This is a, a board. Is it a board game? Is it like I, right? That's a, a nice, a, a nice, vague topic. Yeah, huh. keeping us on our toes. By the way, I don't know what was edited. Maybe him uh, 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 horribly spelling considered to then equally a, a bad version of considered. <laughs> Jimmy, you forgot to inform uh, Doug that uh, your son has horrible handwriting. Oh, it's horrible handwriting. Uh, like <laughs> for being, like the words, the two words for being on this paper, you would think they're one word. There's no space between the R and the B. I think that's the education system just giving up on it because everybody's typing things mostly. I would, th- I think so, Doug, but I also think uh, even all that said, it's horrible. It's absolutely <laughs> horrible. Uh, like the D in considered, it looks like an L that like the pen stayed a little too long at the bottom. Like instead of it looking like a loopy at the D, a small case D, it looks like a line and then like, almost like a musical note. Um we also he, don't we don't know where it was banned. This is there's so much we don't know about this question. Yeah. Well, from 1940 to 1970, what game was banned for being considered a form of gambling? Now, I, I will tell you this, that uh, 
at 9.15 this morning uh, for a 10 o'clock showtime start, um, I said, oh, Oliver, I need a trivia question. On Sunday? I, you're right. It is, so the, it was rushed. It's the Lord's Day. It is the Lord's Day. It is. Usually, yeah, usually we're at church right now, and right now the priest is wondering, where are the Pardo Canics? <laughs> In fact, I think, ver- I think this, this game is going to be banned from 2020 to 2070. <laughs> What's that? The, uh, the, the Oliver question, because we, we, we dared to play it on Sunday. Well, let's find out if we get struck by lightning. Uh, let me go around the horn, though. Doug Benson's here. We're thrilled that he's joining us. It's been a long time since Doug has been here. Doug, before I do go around the horn, let me ask you this. Uh, you're a guy that works the road uh, a little bit more than I do. I, go, I used to go out a couple times once or twice a month. Uh, you might even go out a little bit more than that. Uh, in the pandemic, we can't do that. Were you, uh, were you on the road when uh, everything got locked down? Where were you at? Yeah, I was... Um everything really got locked down like right when uh, South by Southwest was supposed to happen. And um, I just at that, you know, a couple days before that ha- uh, the thing started, I went to Austin, Texas. I just went anyway because I thought, well, you know, even if they can't because they had canceled South by Southwest and a lot of people thought, wow, that's a little drastic to cancel to just cancel it. Uh, but, you know, it turns out they were right. But uh I was just like, well, I'll go anyway and put on some shows around town just to cheer people up because there's no South by Southwest. Yeah. But then by the time, you know, once I was there, it's almost immediately everything there started shutting down. And I had a free hotel room because of South by Southwest for like 10 nights. So once the 10 nights were over, I I was still there and also feeling like L.A. was going to be just no, you know, even worse. So uh, didn't come home for like a month. Really? So you just, basically yeah, lived in, just, in Austin for like a month? Yeah, or three weeks maybe. Just stayed in hotels in downtown Austin, switched hotels a couple of times, and they were all com- very, very empty. And all of downtown was pretty deserted, but you could still get, you know, you could still get to-go food from everywhere. And, uh, you know, it was a nice hotel room with a, a balcony and everything at one point. So... Yeah, basically. And then, you know, flew home on a flight with, you know, nobody else on it when I finally did fly home. And uh, but even then, people weren't wearing masks on the plane. I remember even in in uh, late April, really, the the mask thing wasn't happening yet uh, to that degree. Which is, you know, it's all very strange that, that that just didn't become a thing immediately once once this thing set in. No, I think we could blame one guy for it not clicking in immediately. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, all he all he had to do is stand up and say, uh, "Hey, I know a lot of things." Because God forbid his ego, uh, not uh, you know, he's, he's got to know everything. He's smarter than everybody in the room. Hey, and I, I know a lot of things, but I also promised you I would surround myself with the smartest people. Let's listen to what these scientists have to say. They say wear masks. Let's do it, and we'll knock this thing out in three weeks. That's all he had to fucking say, and he would have looked like a hero. And they That's could have it. sold Trump Trump masks, and he. Did, I don't know anything about it. My kids are kids are handling it. Elliot, it, it, and and right now we'd all we'd be doing this show at the studio. Like that's the the truth. I don't know if that's true, but I don't know any of that. I'm not. I don't Instead, know. Instead, we have to move. We have to move this thing to Australia. Uh, <laughs> well, that's perfect. My friend Jane Krakowski's already got a hotel room there, so I'll just shack up with her. Krakowski, right? You know, the great game show host, James Krakowski. All right, listen, uh, let's go around the horn and uh, check in with uh, Elliot Hochberg, the gummy bear. He's right there in Palms, California. Uh, Elliot, what's going on? What about Garrett? Uh, Wait, what about Garrett? I'm just going <laughs> to 
You know what? <laughs> I just trying to change things up. Garen today. But you know what? Here's why. It up. Here's what happened on my Zoom. The two of them are in the are in opposite spots. Yeah, <laughs> I've now changed it so that now that uh, all right, Elliot, stand by. I've just moved uh, Garen over to the spot that I oh go boy. around the horn in. Uh, I so wish you hadn't done that, but I'll deal with it in post. That's oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Want me to put it back? No, no. Once it changes, <laughs> just leave it. That's worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, no worries. Listen, I'm just excited that you can move the frames around. I think that's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we live and learn. Live, yeah. uh, uh, all right, Garen, I, apparently I need to check in with you now. Um, <laughs> and then we'll get to, uh, uh, that's uh, Garen Cockrell. He's at the uh, Pop Culture Beast, uh, the Never Not Funny Weather Desk, sponsored by popculturebeast.com in Van Nuys, California. Uh, Garen, as always, give us the temperature there in Van Nuys. The temperature here in Van Nuys today is, oops, we are having trouble finding your page. Oh, uh, 75 degrees in Van Nuys. 75 in Van Nuys. I mean, North Sherman Oaks. I, Doug, I, I, Doug, I don't know where you live these days as I ignore Garen and his North uh, Sherman Oaks premise. Garen, <laughs> uh, Doug, the last time I came to your place, you were on like Poinsettia or something up uh, uh, off of um, Franklin, I want to say. Right. Is, is any of that accurate? As specific as possible. <laughs> <laughs> what, you still live there? Um I, uh, I've, I've, I've never been on Poinsettia, but that, that was a really good, uh, really good guess. Um, are you still in That's that area? As much as I want to say. Um, yeah, because I don't know why people, it's a thing. People really like to figure out where, where you live. You know, or maybe it's just me. But has anybody ever talked about who Garen sounds like? Oh, no. no. Give us the initials. Who do you think? Oh, okay. Hang on. Wait, you don't have an answer? <laughs> no, it's it's you'll find out why it's tricky determining who this what this person's initials are. Um, I'm going to go D O D D O D O Donnie Osmond. No, that was my guess. Is it a, is this a real person or is it like a fictional character? Donald O'Connor? Like a backdoor pilot for a, a spinoff of I Can Hear Your Voice. <laughs> <laughs> is Ken Jung available? That's all we need to know. And then we'll move forward with this project. Uh, I said Donald O'Connor. Was that anything? No. Who's that? Donald O'Connor was in, um, uh, isn't he in, um, doesn't he sing Make Me Laugh in, um, yeah, make him laugh, make, make, him, make him laugh. Him laugh. Uh, he jumps through the wall. Singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. Great song. I mean, great performance. Oh, he I was could, always great. I could watch him and Gene Kelly. I could watch dance together 24 hours a day. If there was a 24-hour channel of that, I would watch it. Yeah, that like fit is a fiddle number where they're both playing violins and dancing like right next to each other and their feet are just oh shuffling in and out between each other. It's like, it's amazing. And when they do uh, Roses, Suppose, is the Toes, is a Road, that song, Moses, Suppose, and then yeah. they take turns tap dancing up on the table. Jesus Christ. Just Yeah, they're good. Um, okay, I'm going to give you another set of initials that apply to the same individual. Oh. Hmm. B-E. B-E. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> is it is this someone who has a stage name and then a real name or something? Is that why they have two? Look at the big brain on Belknap. <laughs> so it's a is it a rapper? Oh no. Okay. I like this game too, though. Yeah. Uh, doc, is it Doctor? Yeah, right. Doctor. Is it Doc Ock? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> doc Ock. Um. Wow. B, uh, which one's the stage name? B E or D O? Yo. D.O. is the stage name. 
Jesus Christ, I have no clue. Well, maybe if, if Garen talks a little bit, we'll get it. Yeah. I've been hearing it I, for eight years. It hasn't occurred to me, Doug. I, I, don't, I don't have a clue. B-E or D-O? Clearly, it's so close. Say, that, say this. Just say, just say, say Larry like you're mad at someone named Larry. Larry. <laughs> wow. I don't know what this is. This is. This is so- oh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. Nice. Bob Einstein. Got it. Got wow. it. Got 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 it. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I didn't know which initials to pick. Yeah, at that first. is. I almost went S O D, but that might have been. Too, <laughs> yeah, that, that's even more confusing, though. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, do you read? I don't know if you ever heard when when he uh, when he. Uh, I think it was just one of the yeah. years you were on Parkcastathon as well, where uh, Super Dave called in and uh, did eight minutes pretending he couldn't hear us, and it was hysterical. And to this day, and I'll never have the chance to ask him, I don't know if he was doing a bit. I don't know if he really couldn't hear us. I don't have a clue. Yeah. I literally don't know. I, you know, like, I think, like, with all of his Letterman and Kimmel appearances, it's like long windups were really his thing. Like, he really <laughs> had a joke he was going to tell, but didn't mind taking forever to get there. Yeah, it, it uh... <laughs> It was wonderful, but I, 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 part of me wants to know, like, what was the connection bad, or were you just because if it was a bit, it was executed flawlessly. Yeah. <laughs> I, he uh, also was like, didn't it was, it was the bit was he couldn't hear us and didn't know what it was, like didn't know right. what the show was. <laughs> it was a double whammy. Yeah. Like, why am I, why am I being asked to do this? And more importantly, why can't I hear anybody? <laughs> as, what I mean, it was great. Yeah. Uh, all right, Garen, what, what have you done? You're back at work. I am back at work. Since we, uh, uh, I guess we did talk to you one time. You went back one day the last time we spoke to you, and uh, you're back now uh, more often. And uh, yeah, I, my second day was Friday, and it was a like a normal like a six hour shift. And then I had to go to the throat doctor afterwards. That's why I wasn't at your show because I was exhausted. You went to the uh, what do you what do you mean you went to the throat doctor? I went to get I went to an ENT to get my ears checked out and my throat checked out because I think it I'm wondering if there's something wrong with my voice believe it or not and apparently i've got some kind of acid reflux that's swollen up my esophagus oh yeah and it's pushing on my uh, vocal cords a little bit which is why sometimes i get that gravelly kind of thing i I sound too much like dave osborne (laughs) (laughs) and that guy's super did they give so, you a pantoprazol? What are they giving you? I, they haven't gotten it yet. They, they gave me something. I don't know what it is. It hasn't gotten here yet. But I'd like to think it's pantoprazol. They'll take it, it every be. take it every morning. Maybe. If I, I know it anything. Hasn't I know my medicine. Are you postmating it? <laughs> the the Target FedExes it to me hmm. for free. Really? Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So they just take my simple joy of going into a Target away, but you know. <laughs> Oh, can I give you a Target tip? I don't know about where you live, but the Target near me uh, is open at 7 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday, but 8 a.m. on weekdays, which to me is like, why are they opening earlier on the day where people are less likely to go early? Hmm. But it's deserted at 7 a.m., so that's when I do my... uh, that's when I do my target shopping. I want to say, Doug, and I could be wrong about this. The, at least the one near us started opening up at seven on the weekend for the elderly and the uh, the less mobile so that they could get in and get their shopping done before the crowd started showing up. Yeah, that's what it is. But they're, they're not coming to the one I go to. So now they're just open at seven for no good reason. Wow. <laughs> get in, get out. Where's that one, Doug? Is that on Poinsettia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Garen, give us a guess on this. What do you think game time, Garen? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, I once this one game popped into my head, it really wouldn't get out of it. So I'm just going to go with Yahtzee. <laughs> I thought that too. I just thought uh, that mm. was the first thing I thought because we were playing it last night. Let me quote Matt Belknap. Say it again, uh, Garen. Yahtzee. Oh, great shakes. <laughs> uh, it was a big laugh on this show several years ago. Uh, oh, by the way, did, Matt, did you see who had a birthday this week? No, John Yahtzee. <laughs> uh, uh, George Pinocchio, our buddy. Oh, God. Yeah. Is he okay? <laughs> well, of course, he, as he blows out those candles, he was shaking I, at the bone. I, I just pray to God they didn't give him a surprise party because, you know, he, just, <laughs> he wouldn't have handled it. Doug, we have a we have a stupid long running bit about George Pinocchio on this show because of the year that they read the wrong name at the Oscars. And then the after show, George Pinocchio was hosting the after show on, on Channel 7, and he was so rattled by what had happened. Like, it was like it was like he was reporting on JFK's assassination. He just seemed so shaken up by it. And uh, what, what, what did I say? He was, he was shaken to the core. He was shaken, yeah. Sh- <laughs> George Pinocchio was... Weren't, weren't you quoting him? Didn't he say he was shaken he, to the bone? Maybe or? he said that on, yes. live on the air. He was like, I'm shaken to the core or something. Yeah. Or maybe, was, yeah, he was... He it was, was such an over statement on like who gives a shit <laughs> yeah it was a minor gap Somebody misread an envelope who gives in the grand scheme who gives a fuck yeah <laughs> i uh, saw him at lax one morning and um I, you know i did that thing where my face acted excited just because i recognized him uh-huh. but he caught it you know so i had to talk to him a little bit <laughs> i was like hey hey i see you on tv and he goes and he 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 claimed to be familiar with me, so that oh, that's was nice. Oh, that nice. Feel nice, but I was also still, you know, uh, on the inside going because I he he always says something that annoys me when he comes on TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> does anybody have a guess on how old he turned uh, this week? Oh wow, Pinocchio. I'm going to say 53. 53 says Matt Belknap. Uh, Doug, you met him and talked to him at the airport. Uh, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'm going to go 61. 61 for Doug Benson, Garen. I'm going to say 59. 59. Elliot. Mm, it's starting to it's starting to run out of uh, numbers where you're, I'm not being a dick to somebody, but I'm going to well, go with 56. That's when you just bid a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go with 56. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and Garen, you can confirm this on the internet, I want to say uh, you guys were surrounding at 60. He turned 60 this year. Wow. I'm with you, Matt. I thought he was much younger than What's, that. Yeah. Doesn't... He looks 61. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you saw him in person. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Garen, we wish you a lot of luck with that Yahtzee guess. Uh, we'll well, pick... I got a point of order here. Am I wrong about uh, George Pinocchio? Pinocchio's birthday is December 25th. Then what the fuck did I just see? Merry he's Christmas. turning 60, but he's currently 59. All right. Well, then you're right. And Maybe you saw Pinocchio's birthday. Oh, Jesus. I think it was. You're right. Pinocchio is 60 years old now. He doesn't lie about that. Now, is that the date he was built or the date he became a boy? That's I can't a, answer that. I can't and won't answer it. Yeah. That'll be one of two birthdays. Why, why was there a post about George Pinocchio's birthday? Like, I didn't make that up. I saw a post about George Pinocchio's birthday. Was it? Well, if it's, did you get an invitation to his parties? <laughs> oh, that's it. It was a save the date. That's what it was, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. We'll I celebrate got him for his entire birthday month. <laughs> but it's not even his birthday month. It's November. We're like that. Well, but you know, the twenty fifth of November is when it begins. It goes that way. <laughs> I got to imagine if your birthday is uh, Christmas Day, you're probably trying to find other times to celebrate it because nobody's paying hmm. attention to your birthdays you're, when you're a kid True. on Christmas Day. I you know. know, right? I, I, the only birthday I celebrate on that day is my is, is little baby Jesus. That's, That's right, it, buddy. Yep. Also, he's married. 
No, he's not. Yeah, and his wife is rather attractive. Okay, there's a story there. I I, I know. I I was was shaking to my core. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Garen, look that up. Look up if you can find George Pinocchio post-Oscar reaction and see if uh, if we could find it. And I'm not wrong, right? George Pinocchio was the inspiration for Jiminy Glick, right? Like, basically, it seems like. Oh, I don't know. Is that true? I, I mean, I think I always assumed that, but maybe, uh, so maybe I just made it up in my head that that was true. But uh, remember, George Pinocchio used to uh, weigh a lot more than he does now. And um, he, uh, I don't know, it just, when I first saw Jiminy Glick, I was like, oh, I get it. He's like that guy on ABC. Interesting. Uh, here's a fun uh, fact. My dream the other night, and I don't usually talk about dreams because they're stupid and who cares, but it relates to this. My dream was uh, that, um, not on this show, but on a different show, I was interviewing Martin Short. And my first question was, were you and Chris Guest doing a favor for SNL with the year you were on? And he got up and left. <laughs> that was my dream. That was my, that, that was the, I, huh. I had the opportunity to talk to Martin Short and that's what I chose to ask him. Hmm. Weird. He, he wouldn't some stand great for it. stuff that year. Yes. What's that, Doug? They did some great stuff that year. I just I keep seeing memes of that Nathan Thurm character every time, you know, some politicians lying about something. People throw that meme up yeah. him on 60 Minutes, just like tw- twitching and smoking a cigarette and <laughs> so cool. not answering the question. <laughs> oh. So I just Googled George Pinocchio shaken to the core after Oscars. <laughs> what came up? The fourth result. Us? Never not notes. And in the little description, Jiminy Glick slash George Pinocchio, George was shaken to the core after Oscar La La Land moon, Moonlight Flub. Hmm. Well, okay. all that means is that I probably on that episode also stated without any knowledge of its truth <laughs> that he was uh, the inspiration for. Yeah, Jiminy I don't Glick. know if Never Notes is the uh, Wikipedia <laughs> of. Uh, it's just funny to me that what we are literally just saying is exactly what's coming up in that yeah. result. Listen, it's that, funny. We're, we're very guilty of repeating ourselves in 15 years. <laughs> the thing I going back to that SNL season, the, the thing I loved is remember the I know people talk about this all the time, but that synchronized swimming sketch. Yeah. That is one of the still one of the funniest things ever, I think, uh, with the, the premise being that Martin Short, it's like these guys trying to try to get into women's synchronized swimming. And then Martin Short doesn't even know how to swim. <laughs> He's got like floaties on. It's great. Who's the third person that was on that season? Christopher Guest, Martin Short. Who was the third? I can't. It was Harry Shearer. Oh, Harry Shearer, of course. Thank you. That, those are the three guys in that sketch, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sketch is a, is a classic, but now I, whenever I see a picture of Glenn Close and Hillbilly Elegy, I think of Martin Short in that sketch. <laughs> yes. Uh, has anybody watched that, by the way? Is it out yet? They, oh, I don't know. I, I don't I know. Think I just it comes out, uh, you know, just in time to, to make everybody sad on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh. I think it comes out oh, Tuesday, yeah. I see. The trailer for that movie is bananas it just looks good i know but it just looks so it looks so tv movie like 90s sunday night tv movie Hmm. overacted yeah it's weird because it's it's, close it's one of those close going for the gold yeah (laughs) i've read that it's not being well received and i think part of it is like that book and and the author of that book sort of became like a you know when trump was elected it was like can you explain to us why so many people voted for Trump? And he was a guy who was like, Hey, I grew up poor white. Uh, I can sort of speak for these people a little bit, but apparently the movie has no, they just took every, uh, like a- any trace of politics has been taken out of it. So it's just kind of a family drama. 
And so people are kind of like, well, what the hell is the point of this now? <laughs> like, mm. uh, if, if it's not saying anything about America or, or uh, the current state of, of our country, then uh, then are we just supposed to enjoy the performances? Maybe I don't know, but uh, I'll check it out. All right, yeah, I probably will too. I like things. Uh, it just feels I, like an attempt to get hillbillies to look up the word elegy. <laughs> <laughs> he loves movies. That's another example of it. Um, Elliot Hochberg, uh, please, uh, uh, what's going on in your world in Palms? And then please give us your answer here. Sure. Well, I'll just give you a, a short thing I have. So uh, I think I mentioned before, I've been going through a lot of... Uh, Going, everybody okay? We're losing. Everybody's going. What's happening? Well, uh, my beautiful wife, Danielle, just came in to grab, I think, headphones because she has a Zoom. Here she comes. Oh, hi, Danielle. Hi, Doug Benson. I can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Uh, That's my beautiful wife. She just got back from a walk, and now she's got to uh, do a Zoom call herself. So we're going to have Zoom uh, battling Zooms here. Let's hope that doesn't affect the... uh, the quality. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I mentioned I've been going through a bunch of photos from my dad's house. And I had this photo. Hopefully I can show it on camera here. We'll see if it works. But um, so this is me as a baby. Hang on. Let me get my glasses, please. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So you can kind of see that I'm a baby there. That's now, you on TV? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting you ask about the TV, Jimmy, because uh, one of the first nicknames that you gave me for Never Not Funny was The Ottoman. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't get it so you can see it. Let me just tell you that that is um, that is the Dick Van Dyke show right there on that television oh, from wow. me as a baby. So clearly uh, that connection uh, was legit. Was legit. For, for, uh, for, how old are you there? Three? Oh, I don't think I'm that old. Two? I can't tell. He's a baby. You, you, you I, I, refuse I, to give it to us where there's not a... Uh, oh, no, you're one six, year six old. Months yeah. Six months ago. Yeah. a time like baby uh, with the same amount of hair. Shake that up a little bit so that fully develops. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Garrett Cockrell's back. Remember that shit joke he did earlier? He's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 blame the, I blame the camera for not being able of, to figure that of out. Of course but. you do, Elliot. God forbid you do anything wrong. Now, now Elliot, I, I know you're a big fan of uh, tinkering with Photoshop. Do you think you're going to sure. uh, throw that thing in the computer and uh, try to restore its, the color and, and try to bring it back to well, life? Well, here's the thing. The color is actually better than what you're seeing on there oh, because... Okay. Like I said, this is actually, well, actually, with my finger there, you can kind of see how that's blue. It looks all yellow to us. Yeah. Is it Rob and Laura? It's Rob and Laura. Oh. So yeah. I can make out that much. Good eye. Yeah. Speaking of Rob and Laura, I had a little uh, insomnia last night. I could not fall asleep. Um, so I, I'm on season seven of the Mary Tyler Moore show, and I'm on season seven, which is their final season, episode 11. Uh, and I watched about five episodes last night, uh, which I very much enjoyed. And at the same time, got sad because I'm running out of episodes. It's about to be over. Hmm. And uh, boy, that show is just fantastic. Just flawless. Yeah, both of those shows. Oh, I felt great. when I watched every episode of Too Close for Comfort. No, that can't be true. <laughs> Although I will tell you this, Doug, I kind of felt like, you know, Ted Knight is so great on this. Should I revisit Too Close for Comfort? Because maybe he's still great over there. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> oh, he's just... <laughs> that show was sad. But yeah, Mary Tyler Moore show. I guess I should uh, revisit that because... It's great. Uh, you can't watch... If you watch Golden Girls, it's uh, tough to appreciate Betty White because you you know the whole time B. Arthur hated her. I did not know that till this very that. conversation. Oh, I'm sorry to have ruined Golden Girls for you. <laughs> That's all right. The gays already did that for me. 
<laughs> Boy, I wonder. I wonder if Maud uh, holds up. It does. Does it? Oh, yes. sure. It's well written. Yeah. She's tantalizing, fantasizing. She's anything but compromising, buddy. Right on. <laughs> right on, Maud. <laughs> uh, Elliot, give us your uh, give us your uh, guess here on the game time. This may come as some surprise to some. I also said Yahtzee. Oh boy, great shakes. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of a game that that you wouldn't think would be banned because you know, obviously, like poker. Poker has a whole bunch of uh, uh, drama with regards to is it gambling, is it skill, blah blah blah. But that's not the the, the sense of this question. That's right. Mm. So so I was trying to think of well, what what's a game that would look like somebody was doing something wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, because people would play dice, would play Yahtzee in an alley, which didn't you know. I never liked hearing about that. You know, we're I not mean, on a game show that's telling you to do, uh, talk your answer out for four minutes before you give it. <laughs> Just give it and move on. All right. I'm trying to... the history of dice, for Christ's sake. We got it. Plus, poker's not a game. It's a lifestyle. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> may or may not be true. That's what, that's uh, what your dad says, right? Look at Garen's cocky smile at the end of that sentence. <laughs> Gave a smile like, you got that right. I spoke. Well, you all heard it. Well, you complimented his last joke, so he got a big head. Well, he's what he's what. I only complimented because his other one was not even a joke; it was just words near each other. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what's your guess, sir? I did. Uh, Yahtzee was the first thing I thought of, but it didn't it didn't feel right, so I said mahjong. Oh. Now that's that's interesting because mahjong, I think, is kind of like poker in that way. I think people do actually bet on mahjong. Right, but it's uh, but it's still allowed to be played. Again, we don't know where this was banned or what no. they're talking about, but uh, but it, it, it people are allowed to play mahjong. I guess I, I could have called my son in another in. country or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm just taking the question. Away. We all got the same question, so it's not like we uh, anybody has more information than anybody else. Right. Uh, Doug, give me your guess, please. Well, that's the thing is I couldn't. You know, I. I was playing all these games and stuff in the seventies. Uh, and I don't remember being like, yay, we can play this again. now." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I really drew a blank, but you know, in, in, in typical game show fashion, you, you ought to write down something. So I wrote down the board game operation. <laughs> sure, <laughs> That would be effed up if people were gambling on that game. Cause it's so, I, I've never wanted real to lose in that game. Yeah. I want you to win. I actually want you to win. I want that to be the answer so that we could have the uh, explanation. Uh, I went with, here's uh, I also, my first thought was Monopoly, uh, not Monopoly. My first thought was Yahtzee, uh, just like you guys. And then, I, but I landed on Monopoly and I can't, mm. uh, that's a good guess. You any reason other than money's involved, and so maybe some dummy thought it was uh, uh, should be banned. Well, it's an old enough game, but, so but that, wouldn't that we? We I feel tracks. like we would be aware of it if it was yes, banned for thirty years. But, yeah, thirty year ban is what really threw me off because I really feel like every game that I'm aware of existed during the sixties mm. into the seventies. All right, which, here's your answer. Which you speaks ready? against Yahtzee because I don't know that, the, but it depends on where. Uh, here's your answer. No explanation. Just one word with an exclamation point. Pinball. Oh, wow. What? Oh. Pinball was banned. Huh. Uh, usually, D- Doug, familiar. usually Oliver gives us a little explanation on uh, a little history on this. But again, I think because he was so rattled by me taking him away from his prayers, uh, he didn't have time. <laughs> Sunday morning's not the time for research and no. yeah. Pinball. development. Pinball. All right. So Pinball. there you go. Uh, so what did everybody bet? Garen? 25. 25. Elliot. 25. Matt. 25. <laughs> Doug. I bit 20. 
And I bet, if you can see it, one. Oh, you <laughs> There you go. One. I win the money. I win the $5 from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Nice job. I make a note of that, Garen, so that when we're back in the studio, I can take that five and then uh, go get myself a drink and a toquito. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, hopefully, Doug, uh, we were kind of hoping that we'd play a fun uh, Doug Benson-type movie game uh, with Doug while he's here. I'd love to uh, do that. Oh, great. So let's take a little break. We'll come back. We'll do that. We'll close out the show. And uh, we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Doug Benson is on Twitter at Doug Benson. He's on Instagram at You Don't Know Doug. And uh, his podcasts, uh, Doug Loves Movies and Wide World of Doug's, both part of the Misfit Toys Comedy Co-op. Uh, on Douglas Movies. He plays lots of movie-based trivia games, lots of great guests. Jimmy and I were both on uh, in the past few months, so if you want to go back and listen to our episodes, they're, it's always fun. It's, it's always a fun time. And uh, sometimes there's movie stars, actors, directors, writers, uh, a lot of cool people pop up on Douglas Movies, and I encourage you to check it out. Wide World of Doug's is Doug Benson and Doug Millard uh, just talking about being named Doug, and uh, that's fun, too. So you should check them both out wherever you get your podcasts and enjoy those. Uh, I want to talk about uh, our Platinum perks. Uh, if you're not a Platinum subscriber to Never Not Funny, now might be the time to do it because uh, at the end of the year, uh, basically starting January 1st, the perks will change over. So if you wanted to get the year one perks like the uh, Platinum T-shirt, the Platinum pin, and the Platinum sticker... Uh, your last chance to do that will be at the end of December. So if you sign up for tier two or tier three uh, of the platinum subscription service, then you will get those perks uh, once you qualify. Uh, if you do it in the new year, there will be new perks that we will explain later. So that, so you could get the new perk. You can get both, actually, if you sign up in December or before January 1st. So please do that. Check them out at NeverNotFunny.com. You also, of course, you get video of every episode and you get uh, two extra episodes every week because we are doing not only the lettered episodes of the Platinum Show, but we are also doing the Isolation Files, which is where Jimmy and Elliot and Garen and myself play games with uh, one of you. Uh, uh, listeners have been coming up with some really fun games for us to play, and that's been a lot of fun. We've started doing that just because we were all in quarantine. And uh, we're just going to keep doing it for as long as it's fun. I don't know when the quarantine really or when this when this pandemic will end, but uh, but I've been having a lot of fun playing those games, and I think the other guys have too. So check that out if you are a Platinum subscriber at NeverNotFunny.com. Enjoy. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address, <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. 
I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak <laughs> of Factor. I'm going from- I uh, appreciate it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus- uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the. Uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I've not, I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones. And I find that that's great with, uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you, you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just, I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their, what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O 50 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. 2714 is the episode number of the program. Never Not Fun is the name of the program. Doug Benson's with us. Doug, of course, has the podcast uh, Doug Loves Movies, Getting Doug with High, as well as The World of Dugs. Why, why World of Dugs? I, I'm never going to get the title of that right. Uh, world of Dugs? Why World of Dugs? Wide World of Dugs. Wide World of Dugs. It just shows the amount of respect paid to people named Doug. <laughs> I. I am very not, little, uh, except for Doug Kershaw. Boy, do I respect the hell out of Doug Kershaw. You know. By the way, Jimmy, he's done. You, you asked me before, I didn't get to answer any Dougs I could think of. The one that I, when when Doug said he was going to do this show, and Ryan and I produced it with, you know, ASC Records, um, the person I was most excited to, to see on the show someday was um, Dougie Fresh, who is oh yeah probably the most the most famous pioneering beatboxer in in, in rap history. Uh, so still haven't got, but you did get Dougie Doug, right? The actor. Yeah, Dougie Doug came on, and of course the aforementioned Doug Jones, mm-hmm. and um, and then a few other, you know, some other Dougs that didn't turn out to be so exciting. <laughs> and uh, but but that that Dougie Doug's a very very nice uh, amiable fellow. Yeah. Uh, and um, but that's we we discovered pretty early on that interviewing other Dugs isn't necessarily going to be comedy gold. <laughs> uh, but isn't that doesn't that uh, support your narrative that uh, Dugs are kind of uh, clunkers? 
does. So now we just have people just that aren't named Doug come on and just talk shit about Doug. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck every Doug. And now when you had Doug Jones on, was that in person or via Zoom? Via Zoom, yeah. And was he, was he able to fit in the frame? <laughs> What's that? Was he able to fit in the frame? Yeah, I, well, we didn't. Uh, I On my Zoom shows, and it, and it frustrates some of the participants, I insist on turning off all the cameras I, I because like it. it's an audio podcast. So why should we be able to see each other while the listeners aren't seeing any of us? Because if you were doing it live in person, you would all be able to see each other. Mm-hmm. But you know what does happen, and you know this, Jimmy, for being a guest on it. What happens on Douglas movies a lot, in the old days at least, is that people start doing visual f- comedy <laughs> on a podcast. And yeah. it's like, well, that's the crowd loves it, but the listener's like, what the hell's going on right now? I see what you're saying. That That's a good point. Uh, although when yeah. I did Doug Loves Movies, uh, I, I believe the three of us uh, all used our video and Doug did not. Doug stayed true to his uh, rule. And uh, myself and Mark Norman, and I forget the young lady who I was on with. Who was that? Remember, Doug, any chance? Mm. Was it Ricky? Done over 2,000 episodes. (laughs) Well, certainly you'd remember my episode. You'd have to remember my episode and who I was on. By the way, I'm still, the last time I did Doug Loves Movies in person, I won, and I have not come back to uh, uh, defend my title. Well, we did it. Yeah, you have in person, but you've played. You've been on the show on Zoom. I've been on the show on Zoom, but when we're back in person, I got to get back on and defend my title. Okay, that's fair. Look forward to it. Um, twenty twenty two. Here I come. I'm going to defend <laughs> my Doug Loves Movies title. Uh, all right, now Doug, you have a game that you uh, you brought along. I always love Doug Benson's movie games. Uh, my son loves them as well. By the way, we uh, I've uh, co opted some of your games, uh, like the Leonard Malton one we do and some other ones and he loves them so uh i almost want to bring him in for this he would uh, but that required oh no dan daniel's using the other headphones we only have the two headphones uh that work <laughs> on this particular unit um so two go ahead Doug, headphone, i'm sorry two headphone household <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all we're allowed in this pandemic time um i would like to actually play the leonard malton game because Woo-hoo. uh he has been uh coming up a lot lately because he has his own board board game version of a, a, a game that's different than my game. Uh, but I like to, you know, help him promote it. And then also, uh, you know, I used to play off the Leonard Malton app and um, it, that went away. Oh. And so I stopped playing the Leonard Malton game, but fans of the show asked for it from time to time. So I've, you know, done the work. Uh, in fact, with the help of a fan, put together a bunch of stuff that, you know, works for the game since we can't, you know, use his app anymore. Right. So we've been playing it and uh, I'd like to play it today if you'd like. If you'd Will like you, for the sake of Elliot and Garen, because uh, Matt knows it from producing, I know it from playing, uh, and, and maybe some of our listeners don't know, walk us through the rules and how, how this works. Well, I'm excited that Name That Tune is coming back because uh, at least maybe then people will understand when I say it's like Name That Tune, with uh, actors and movie titles instead of notes and songs. Okay. So essentially the idea is that I will tell you a little bit about one of Leonard Malton's reviews of a movie. I'll tell you how many stars he gave it. And I'll tell you a couple of little, not very helpful, uh, you know, things that don't give it away from his review, but might, might help a little bit. And then Everybody has to bid. I'll name. I'll tell you how many actors Leonard Malton lists uh, with the review because he tends to list a lot. 
And then the idea is you each bid how many actors you think, and, and actresses, of course, how many you think you need to uh, figure out uh, the name, but you can challenge someone else to name it if you can't bid a, a lower number. And so if the person misses, that the person who challenges them gets the point, and if they get it right, they get the point. And we normally played at two points with uh, three players, but with four players, that, that might take a little longer than you'd like to spend right now. So uh, let's just make it, let's just play one round okay. uh, of the game. So, uh, you know, depending on how it goes, some, some people might be shut out. Uh, I was going to do, I was going to go alphabetically by first name. I was going to have Elliot go first, then Garen, then uh, uh, Jimmy, then Matt. All right. Is that okay? Yeah. Great. Oh, and you right. should say I don't. I can't remember if you said this or not, but the the names go from the bottom up, so you're getting the 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 smallest listed actor going upwards. So, like, if you say five names, it'll start with the lowliest person in that movie. Not yeah. And if you say you know as your opening bid, you could just say I'll, I'd like all of the names, and then you know, then the bidding goes from from there. Yeah. It's also like uh, that new game show, Twenty Five Words or Less. Has a, that uh, bidding element, oh, right? I don't know that. It's Meredith Vieira. Just to make you feel better, Doug, I was going to get shut out of this game anyway. <laughs> well, we'll, you're going see. first. We'll you can we'll say, "Give me goes. all the names." I and I probably will, but you guys can bid against it, right? Well, you just go uh, around yeah. and bid until someone says name yeah. that movie. Just take turns. So, like, I'll I'll sell you all the clues and everything, and then Garen gets to bid how many he wants, and then you can challenge him or bid lower. Yep. Got it. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, in the categories are, you know, you don't necessarily know uh, for sure what it's going to be based on the title. Oh, okay. So, oh, wait, you can also, th- th- I don't know if you guys need to know this, but it might not come up, but you can also bet negative. Oh, you can't do negatives anymore? Oh, you can, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it does add an extra layer of complication for, especially yeah. for new players, because it's an extra thing to have to think about. All right, but, never mind. Uh, let's see. Let's see how aggressive you and Jimmy are, are in your bidding, okay. and then we'll explain it if it, if it. it comes it comes to that. Goodness. Um, all right. So, uh, Garen gets to pick between uh, three categories. Would you like Garen or Elliot? What? Yeah, I think it's Elliot, right? Aren't you going alphabetical? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Okay. No sorry. worries. <laughs> All right, Elliot. Elliot gets to pick, and then we go to Garen. Okay, so you get to pick between uh, Mini Driver, Lando or C, or Sausage Party. Oof. I guess I'll go Mini Driver. All right, Mini Driver is movies where someone drives a Mini Cooper. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, It's from the year 2003. Okay. Leonard Maltin gives this movie three stars. Uh Uh-huh. And he says that uh, it has an array of colorful, well-drawn characters, and it's fun from start to finish. And he lists eight names. So, so now, if you feel like you know what it is, you can just bid zero names or even go into the aforementioned. This, this is going to be really surprising based on all the bullshit that I said earlier, but I'm going to go with zero. Okay, starting out, it's zero. So we do have to employ the negative names. So, Gary, you can either challenge him to just name it without any names, or 
you can bid negative one or more names. If you bid negative one, all you got to do is name the top build person. If you name negative two, top two build, but they have to be in the correct order. I come on, I'm, Funkhauser. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'll do negative one. If wow. I'll do negative one. Okay, Son so now we move, we move over to Jimmy. Um, I cannot name the top two people in this movie, so I'm going to have to say, uh, name that movie, Garen, or however I say this. Yeah, so all you have to do, Garen, is name the movie and who the top build person is, and say both, and then I'll tell you if you're right or not. Uh, I'm just going to say The Italian Job, and I'm going to say it stars Jason Statham. Oh, what? No, 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 you don't get it. No, oh, it's Mark Wahlberg. Point oh, Elliot, fuck. it's Mark Wahlberg. Yes. And by the way, I did I did know that. I have it written down. Is Jason Statham two? even in it? Jason Statham is in that movie, is he not? He is in it, yes. Yeah, who, so is he number two? Who's number two, uh, Doug? It goes uh, Mark Wahlberg's top, then Charlize Theron, Edward Norton, oh my who did God. that movie. He was contractually obligated to do it. He owed Paramount a movie, and they <laughs> said, you're in this movie, whether you like it or not. And he, and he did it, and he's good in it. Um, Seth Green. Right. Then Jason Statham, because it was wow. Jason Statham. We only knew him from British movies at that uh, okay. point, I think. I completely forgot Mark Wahlberg was even in that movie. <laughs> and most most Def was next. He was that was uh, before he changed to Yasin Bey. Mm-hmm. And uh Frankie G and Donald Sutherland are the Of course names. Frankie oh. G is in it. <laughs> yeah, the great the great Frankie G. All right, so that that would mean under normal circumstances that Elliot has one point on his way Wait to up. trying to get two. Doesn't Jimmy Should we keep going? Doesn't Jimmy get the point? Because Jimmy said name Oh no, yeah. So Jimmy's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy gets it. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimmy gets the point. I like to um. give and take away the points as we go along <laughs> just to keep everybody yeah, we got, feeling like they're feel- feeling like they're in jeopardy. Oh, <laughs> oh. I know that's important to some people that I feel like something we, needs to feel like it's on the line. I feel like we got to um, play you, a little more do another round. Yeah, because I, I didn't even get yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even get to be. Yeah, that. well, that's what happens, Matt. That's why Sam Levine gets so mad at this game. because <laughs> The other players could screw you out of a chance to even participate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I say we uh, we have more. We have time to play a little bit more. Let's do another round. Yeah, let's do it. OK, um, OK, Damn. so. Since Jimmy cha- challenged Garen, the the uh, uh, and Matt was the only person that didn't get to participate in that round. We'll start with Matt. Okay, and then it comes back. It comes back at you, Jimmy. Okay, we switch the order around, and uh, you get to choose between three new categories. Mm-hmm. Matt, would you like squeakwools, <laughs> getting some tail, or Bomb humbug. <laughs> uh, I'll go bomb humbug. Okay, bomb humbug is movies that that Grinch Leonard Malton didn't really like very much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or I should say at all. Okay. So we already know that it's movies that Leonard gave a bomb rating to. Okay. And this is from uh, 2010. And he says about this movie that it's relentlessly charmless <laughs> and that even avid fans of the two leads will be dismayed. 2010. Okay. And then he lists nine names. Mm-hmm. It's relentlessly charmless. Names. And even fans of the two leads will be what again? 
dismayed. You'll be dismayed. I'm, this is not a spoiler, by the way, because this movie came out last year, I want to say, but that is a description of Holmes and Watson, or whatever the name of that movie is. <laughs> you watched the, uh, it? Uh, oh, yeah, we, we went as a family to watch it, and it wasn't even fun bad. It was just So you bad. started quarantine the next day, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug, what was the year again? I like in the advertisements for it, though, it did make me laugh when they when there's bees in the room and they start shooting their guns at them. <laughs> Probably the only laugh. funny thing that happens in the movie. That's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Uh, Elliot, what? What was the year again? The year is 2010. 2010. 2010. All right. The year we make contact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. um, I, I'm going to say, how, how many names are there? Nine? Nine names. Um, I'll say... Uh, Eight. Smart. You're getting one of those two leads that Leonard was talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, if, so, you, if you get to hear eight names. But now we go to Jimmy. Okay. Um, I don't think I could pull it at all, but I'm going to say seven. It's a reasonable bid under the circumstances. Uh, Garen? I'll go six. Elliot. I have no idea. So if I have no idea, then I challenge Garen to name it. Yeah, if you think, you know, if you think he'll blow it, but you could also have not mentioned you have no idea and confidently said five, <laughs> which is a tricky way to play, but I don't know if that would have worked. Is, that I think that, that would have blown back on me pretty bad. This is, this is why this game was banned from 1940 to 1970. It's, it's too much this gambling. This was the one, right? The, yeah. Ma the Malton game? Too, too yeah. much gambling involved. Yep. I swear to God, I played pinball in the '60s. I don't want to <laughs> say that Oliver's a stinking liar, but uh, well, the pinball wizard, the, the who, Tommy. That's a good point. You it know, it was what? celebrated in that film in the '70s, but maybe that's what they're celebrating is that it came back. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to text him and have him come in here and. Uh, I think gambling on pinball was what was illegal. I think pinball uh, machines existed, uh, but yeah. you weren't. I think people were starting to gamble mm -hmm. on them too much, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. Maybe you were going was, to underground pinball parlors and didn't even realize it. Well, I, I do remember there was something, because once I heard the answer, it caused me to think about it. There was something, because it used to be that the mob would control other kinds of machines that were automated gambling machines. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe it was, um, hmm. what do they call it? What's, what's the thing with the wheels? Slots. Slot machines. So maybe that was somehow involved in there where they were, they were related to, they, they, some yeah. people didn't understand the difference between a pinball and a slot machine. There's also but, Pachinko, uh, which was a gambling game, which kind of looks have, like I have uh, young Oliver here with us, uh, Elliot. Maybe we can get an actual answer yeah. on this. Uh, <laughs> you didn't give us any explanation about pinball and why it was uh, banned. Uh, can you give us uh, the answer on yeah. that? Did you do any research at all on this? Yes. Please come in here. Say hello to Doug Benson, by the way. We play his movie games. Hello. Mary, do you want <laughs> to, to hear any of it? Do I? Okay. Uh, Doug has a nice voice, and, and Garen uh, sounds a lot like Super Dave today. <laughs> well, yeah, that's on your right ear. Just, just hold it up to your ear. I think that's the best way to do it. Let's get Oliver in. There we go. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, so it was during Prohibition, and they were like, we got to get rid of all the gambling and everything. So they shut it down, and they thought um, pinball is just a game of uh, luck. You hit the flippers, the ball goes randomly, and you're just getting a random score, and it's you have to pay the quarter. So they thought it was just a game of gambling. You just got to flick them and then, you know, whatever. So basically, to, to prove that it wasn't gambling, they got one of the best pinball players in the world to come to this, like, summit. And then they got, like, world leaders to come. And then he played the game and said, 
I can get every trick shot that you say. So I go, okay, go up the ramp and then hit these two things and then come down. And he did it. And then they're like, um, okay, well, get 100 get 100 points with just one ball. And then he did it. And they just kept saying, like, you got to do these things. And then he finally did it. And he did every trick shot that you could do. And he proved that it wasn't a game of luck. It was a game of skill. And the ball doesn't go randomly. You tell where the ball can go. And they were like, okay, so then this isn't gambling. It's like a sport. So hmm. uh, it's no longer banned. But, for, but it was banned for 30 years. Yeah. 40 years. How many years was it? 30. 30. 30. 1940 yeah. to 1970. Um, yeah. All right. Is everybody happy with that answer? Yeah. I yeah. Sure. Uh, Doug's undecided, but uh, all, right. all right, thanks, dude. All right, yeah, no problem. All right, Oliver, everybody. There we yeah, because uh, you know, the depression started in 1940. <laughs> well, the, well, that's that's what I was wondering if you read the dates wrong because of the handwriting, Jimmy. But because oh yeah, because the Maybe handwriting yeah because the prohibition was in the 20s. 20s and 30s. It ended in 1933. I just I don't looked know. it up. Whatever the fuck. Uh, oh, yeah. He it. said prohibition, not the, not the depression. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, pinball, yeah. Pinball's your answer. It's, pinball pinballs is weird that way. You know, some people think it's, uh, you know, it's luck, but there is definitely skill involved. And you do, you know, win extra games yeah. by doing well at it. Yeah. So that, that could be the gambling aspect he's talking mm, about. Yeah. You know, when I get behind a, in front of a table... I just, uh, you know, that ball just uh, sings to me. Uh, That's right. The word luck doesn't play into anything more in my life than it does with pinball. If I do well, I had nothing to do with it. I was uh, in high school. A pizza hut near my house in San Diego had a sit-down pinball game console. And so while we were waiting for our pizza, and sometimes, you know, after that even, we'd just sit around and play that game. And that was certainly... Uh, in the 70s so i'm glad that they it was unbanned by that point <laughs> you freed up. uh all right uh, doug we interrupted this uh, round of the yeah. game i believe elliot was uh, challenging garen that's correct yeah. who has to get it in six names yep okay here we go here we go your six names are christine baranski carol kane siobhan siobhan fallon who has added hogan to her name uh since she was on SNL, <laughs> uh, Peter Green, Kathy Moriarty, and Jeff Garland. Oh, oh my God. God. In 2010? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, my, my guess is wrong. Uh, I, <sighs> I mean, those top two names are really what gives it away. And even then, you might be uh, lacking because, you know, I think the world agreed with Leonard's assessment of the crappiness of this film. I'm just going to take a wild guess. And I love it. Say the name of the movie that I was going to guess a few minutes ago that I've just completely forgotten what it was. Oh, no. What, it's not called, write stuff down. Is it called Ro The Road Trip? No. It's the one with... Oh! <laughs> Super I'm just going really to say the road trip. I don't think that's what it's called. God damn it! No, I have a guess. This is not going to be right either. But yeah. does anyone else have guesses that we want to do? I do not have a guess. No. What's yours, Matt? It's, I don't think it's right. But the only thing that made me think of when I heard Jeff Garland's name was um, Daddy Day Camp. Oh, uh, Daddy Day Care with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, wasn't there a sequel that was Daddy Day Camp though? <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there was a sequel where they changed one of the words. Yeah, but it's not. It's remember. not either of those. No, I mean Jeff would be. Wasn't he like? I guess he'd be the lead. He would have been sequel. like second. Was, yeah, first or second right. bill, I guess. Yeah, that's true. The top, I'll give you the top three names, and we'll see if anybody knows it. It's uh, Jason Sudeikis, Jennifer Aniston, uh, and Gerard Butler. Is, oh, is what's that, that? It's that. It's that. You were on the right track, Garen. It's a road trip movie, right? If they're in a kind of, they're yeah. in a Winnebago it's, or something. I didn't hate this movie, by the way. What's We're the Millers, right? Is that what it is? We're the Millers. No, it's not We're the Millers. Yeah. Oh. Then maybe I did hate this movie. <laughs> Wait, so Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston were in two different movies together? Apparently. Huh. What's going on there, guys? I like him in everything. I like Jason Sudeikis in everything. He's great. Are you watching Ted Lasso? Love yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. So good. Uh, in fact, could, I saw a screenshot. with him and Olivia Wilde? He and Olivia Wilde broke yeah, up. That was well, listen, kids. the pandemic is hard on people. You spend 24 hours a day together, you're going to get on each other's nerves, Doug. Are you trying to tell us something, Jimmy? Is everything okay over oh, there? Everything's great. You saw my my wife came in here with that fake smile. Everything's going great. <laughs> yeah, I'll make paste too, a smile it. on and think you make your fans think we're happy. That's what she says. Uh, she just texted me. Don't make me do that again. That's what the text I just received. Once this pandemic's over, you find a studio apartment. <laughs> All right, what was uh, it? I don't know if they. I don't think anyone. Yeah, what knows. was it? I I, yeah. I can't pull it. It's called the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That, uh, Butler's more the star of that, right? Well, he's the bounty hunter, and right. he's got to bring uh, Jennifer Aniston oh, in, yeah. and she keeps figuring out ways to right. get away from him. Right. Which also feels like a, there's a Melissa McCarthy movie that has that same vibe, where yes. she's trying to get away from the law. Through Hazel the or whatever, it's a woman's name. Yeah, uh, yeah, what was that one called? It's not Hazel. Tammy. Tammy. Tammy, yeah. Yeah. By the way, the guilt trip is what I was trying to think of with mm. Barbara Streisand and Seth, Seth Rogen oh, and uh, Barbara Streisand and, <laughs> right. and Jeff Garland. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, do we have time for one more round? Aaron, you got to go to work. Cake. You okay? I yeah, have so got to challenge have to two go there. That, uh, yeah. Elliot gets a Elliot point. Gets I get a point, point though. Yeah. I did not get shut out. All right, good. Let's do one more round, see if one of you guys can take this yeah. thing. All right, Garrett, do you have to leave us, though? Let's do it. We can do one more. We'll go quick. We'll go quickly, Doug. Don't fuck around. All right. So... And we'll let, we'll let Matt pick again so he can have a chance to play. So I can have minimal involvement in this game. Yeah. And we go, go Matt, Elliot, Jimmy. Then that way also, uh, you know, Garen can just sit there and look at the clock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, would you like ice knowing you? Uh, put your Hans, H-A-N-S, Hans together. Put your Hans together. Or... Tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> oh, oh no, those that could go a lot of ways. Those are all tempting. They're all great ones. Yeah, great I, I can't. I, I want to say the the Hans one because I think it might have to do with Hans Gruber, um, <laughs> or at least um, that actor whose name I can't remember. So I should, probably shouldn't go with that one. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with tossed uh, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Okay, tossed salad and scrambled eggs is uh, movies featuring Brendan Fraser. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Ten names for this movie from 1994. Leonard gives it two stars. He says the script is dull-witted and that it's got fairly energetic direction and a compact running time. Leonard's always very concerned about the running time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he does not want to be kept too long in the theater. Uh, I'll go. What do you think? Ten names. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll go zero names. Whoa, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jimmy. Um, 
I'll go negative one. Oh, wait a minute. I should have said negative one, obviously. God yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Elliot. Oh, man. If I'm right about this, then I think I can go. I'm going to go negative two. Yeah, I think that's a smart bet. Wow. I, okay. If we're all right. That's the worst yeah. part. I, I think I could go negative two on this now that I think about it. Garen thinking over there. Name that movie, Elliot. All right, so name the movie and the top two build people for the win. All right. I'm either right on or totally stupid. Encino Man, Brendan Fraser, Pauly Shore. That would be my guess. I'm sorry. Uh, it's what you think it was, Matt. I thought it was George of the Jungle, which would be Brendan Fraser and Leslie Mann, I think. And what did you think, Jimmy? Well, I thought it was Encino Man. I thought uh, the same two things. The, I would have said the same guess as Elliot. What? What I year? thought you guys were all so locked in, but it is a hard one to get, to know the top build people after Brendan Fraser because it's the movie Airheads. Oh, oh Steve Buscemi, uh, maybe next. It, it's, uh, he's third. It's uh, Joe Mantegna gets the second oh, slot. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Buscemi, Sandler, Farley, Michael McKean, Judd Nelson, Ernie Hudson. Wow, that's a good one. Airheads. Yeah. Did you know so, that, Matt? So we don't have an official Matt. winner. We just know that Matt is the worst. Yep. Matt is the, Matt is the number one you know loser. You, you've made three people very happy today. We, <laughs> Doug, he wins every goddamn trivia thing we do. So I'm thrilled that he does not win a single thing today. That worked out great. Mm-hmm. So this is a big win for America. Perfect. We're going to do a recount, of course. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Doug Bench has been our guest. We're thrilled that Doug joined us. Don't forget to check out one of his many podcasts. They are all terrific. They are all fun, just like that game we just played. He does various other games on his uh, the Doug Loves movies. And then he uh, fights about the, how boring the name Doug is on the other one. <laughs> and then the other one, he uh, does the opposite of keeping his temple clean. Uh, he gets people uh, together and they get all uh, uh, high. <laughs> I didn't even know how to word that doped up uh but doug it was so great to see you yeah great to be here thanks for having me back of course good to see everybody and uh yeah anytime you want matt to lose it uh movie game <laughs> hit me up. we'll bring you back on all right i mean half of the pop culture boost who's got to go off to work that is uh garen Co- I, th- I think i just said pop culture boost pop culture <laughs> beast garen cockerel in palms california that's the gummy bear elliot hogberg holding on the fort in sherman oaks california at never not funny headquarters that's matt belknap our great friend not too far off of poinsettia that's doug benson <laughs> i am jimmy pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast ak-47 gone not forgotten Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.